I say it's a peach. <laughs> Is it going? Yeah, it's going. Oh, okay. I can't see it from this angle. It was a funny angle. It's not playing yet. Oh, it's not? No. Nah. Oh, so no. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. No, we're, we're going to, it's, it's coming. Oh. I just, I just forgot to move it forward from your. Oh yeah. That's right. Week. From, okay. Well, now what are we going to do? <laughs> I don't know. I think this is organic. Yeah. This is not a peach. So today is always it's it's one of those days that is my favorite day of the year. I go to walk outside and I went, "Oh my god, I need a jacket." And I had to go back inside. Yeah. So the coronavirus can take everything at once from me, but it cannot take that. No, no, no. No, no, no. Oh shit, I think I felt a water drop. There's no clouds. No, no there isn't. Okay. Okay, good. We're recording this outside, by the way. Yes. Ah, of course, now I... Hello, and welcome to The Drunken Fan, where we talk about... You promised... You promised no more dancing. No more. What? No. No. Well, there's not a whole lot to talk about this week. And <laughs> now I'm distracted by the dancing. Um, yeah, I mean, as Mal, uh, as Mal said, I'm Cameron, by the way, still same hosts. And I am Mal. Yes, and we are recording outside today because. My you, wa- um, well. You want to you wanna, you wanna enlighten them? <clears throat> my wife has COVID. Yeah, and, and my I'm, wife, and, and my wife, and uh, I might also have it. I'm waiting for the tests to come back. So, and I'm, <clears throat> I am definitely sitting in Mal's lap right now too. So we just and we're giving each yes. other butterfly kisses. So yes, it's but, yeah, it's it's great. Yes, recording in the same microphone and everything. We we should yes. just do it like this every week. Yes, it's a uh, it's it's a uh, very ego friendly. Yes. All right, cool. I'm good with that. No, we are definitely practicing social distancing. We are. More than six feet apart right now, but yeah, that's why we're doing it outside. But it's great because we get to enjoy some cigars while we record too. So doesn't get uh doesn't really get much better than that. Some cigars. Some cigars. <clears throat> so well, shit. Not a whole lot going on this week, man. This is gonna be like a this is gonna be like that last episode that we had that was only that was less than an hour. So those of you who hate long episodes. No, the last episode was like. No, I'm sorry, not 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 like the last episode, but the last uh, episode we did <coughs> that was less than an hour. It's going to be like gotcha, that. And I think gotcha. that was like the third or the fourth episode or something. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't either. It was right after the playoffs ended, and there was just nothing going on. We were waiting for football to start. Mm-hmm. Um, the good news is, is we'll spend a good bit of time talking about the uh, the new jerseys that were revealed uh, by Adidas, the retro throwbacks. Uh, for the NHL teams, and I've got some uh, I got some problems with it. So you know, you know, Adidas is an acronym, right? 
for what? All day I dream about something. I don't remember. That that, that would work though. I know. That, yeah, that would work. That's great. So we'll get Adidas on the on the horn here and be like, hey. But is it really an acronym though? I think it. I think it. Yeah. Because uh, you remember when we were kids, it would say it, people used to say, "Oh, all day I dream about sex." Uh, but yeah, and I remember, <laughs> I remember that their logo used to have the periods in it after each letter. Yeah, yeah I, I think forgot it, about I that. I think it is actually all day I dream about sports. Yeah, that sounds about right. Looking it up. Looking it up in your cell phone. Yeah, all day I dream about sports. There you go. Which, I mean, I hate that I did that. I hate that that was my first instinct, was to grab my phone. Like, there's a, there are so many times whenever I'm talking to people at work or out out and about or whatever, and we out get... Out and about. We come, we come across, like, a like an issue or whatever. Not an issue, but, like, a thing that neither one of us know. And the first thing that anyone does <laughs> is grab their phone, and I have to tell them, like, no, let's let's figure this out. Like, let's do this 90s style here, okay? Let's, let's, let's turn the clocks back all the way to 2002 and... 90s style. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <clears throat> what would be 90s style? Just let's you... all run to the library and get an encyclopedia. Encyclopedia. No, no, I'm not talking about grabbing a an encyclopedia. You know, <laughs> I'm not talking about grabbing one of those. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> that's not what I'm talking about. Uh, the uh, no, no, I'm just talking about like we can sit here and we can discuss it, whatever it is. Like, yeah. And then eventually we'll figure out who's wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, or or we'll move on to something different. So speaking of moving on, <laughs> let's let's go ahead. Where do you want to start this week, bud? I don't care. Mm. I don't care. Part of me's hoping we get some of this ambient outside noise. I think that'd be a nice little backdrop for our listeners. Yeah, I know. So you're welcome, Jr. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Thanks, thanks, Jr. So, um, well. We can go ahead and talk about the Cowboys, I guess. It's, uh, <laughs> this was probably the most exciting week of Dallas Cowboys football. <laughs> it was the uh, least disappointing. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. And and the Cowboys didn't do anything to disappoint us while it was uh, while it was happening. So that's a win, I guess. So they did not lose the bye week. You better believe it. <laughs> nice. Well, as we talked about last week, the uh, I'm not in the microphone. Sorry. As we talked about last week, they have uh, – oh, sorry. There we go. We're good. They've got the Vikings coming up. But they've had a whole week to prepare, and then they're going to get this an additional week. So you would think that – I think that my prediction that the Cowboys are going to go out and beat the Vikings this week, or I think it's fairly – I think it's still a possibility. I don't know. Uh, Supposedly Andy Dalton has cleared protocols and is going to start – it has started practicing again, so he may get the start. And if he gets the start, that's eh, a loss. But that's what we want, though. But but what I'm saying is your prediction is that they're win- oh win. yeah yeah oh no no I know I know. But see, either way, it's a win, I guess. You know, because like, you can either win it like on the field, and it's a feel good story for a week, or you lose it, and you're like, okay, good. Like they're they're trending in the direction where we want them to go. Yes. The toilet. Yeah, the toilet. <laughs> so, I don't know what else to say. You got anything else? Where did you see that Andy Dalton was practicing again? Uh, I was on the score app. Oh, was it? Okay. Oh. <clears throat> yeah, I guess uh, I guess they started practicing again today. Is what it looks like. I guess that they just must have given them they must have given them the week off or whatever. I don't know how bye weeks typically work, but I don't either. Hopefully, they're all well rested. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, it looks like that. Uh, 
it looks like Andy Dalton's starting and or not starting, but it's looking like he's practicing and Coach McCarthy says he's looking good. So I'm I'm willing to bet that Andy Dalton will get that start and probably. You know what? That's okay, I guess, because I, I just think that it, it's a really good – I think it's a feel-good story for him because I think that they'll go into Cincinnati and beat them. Because I, I just I just think that there's a little bit more motivation for him in the tank. And if you've got that going and the other team yeah, – Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, who knows? That's why you – but see, but that's why we have to talk about it. Like, we can't just get on here and be like, yeah, I mean, they might win, they might lose. All right, next. You know, like, we, like it's, we, we're here to discuss this. <clears throat> uh, I personally – don't think that they're going to beat uh, Cincinnati. Because Joe Burrow is starting to come into his own and starting to play pretty well. <clears throat> and Cincinnati has actually been on a roll, haven't they? Uh, not sure. Uh, the last I saw was that the Bengals, actually, their their record is not good. And well, that of course was, not. Well, and one of them is... Uh, it's the Bengals. Yeah, 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 right, right. What else is new? But they say, uh, let me see, let me see, let me see. It's hard to look around. I don't know why this is being this way. And they're oh god, you should see the, their logo is awful on online. Oh yeah, on the line. Yeah, they just uh, oh yeah, that's right. I forgot the Bengals just beat the Titans. So that's so who knows really? I mean, and they've lost to but then but then the week before they lost to the Browns. <laughs> Football's crazy. Yeah, I know. I know, especially this year. And then they, they also tied the Eagles. That, and that was that game that I was talking about, how none of the none of the players, none of the coaches, no one had any kind of motivation to really step up and decide a true winner. And uh, it, But see, but the Bengals, though, they had in that game, the Eagles were the ones that were in control, and the Eagles decided not to go for it. The Bengals were just kind of on defense trying to keep them from scoring. So yeah, who knows? But... Yeah, I think you're right. I think that that game's going to be a little closer than what we probably thought it was going to be, like even five years ago. But I, I still think that the Cowboys roll in, and that's that's not five years ago. Did I, I mean, I meant five weeks ago. I'm sorry. I'm like, sorry. Five weeks ago. I was like, I was not thinking about that game five years ago. No, five five weeks ago. So that's I think right. it'll be closer. But I think that the, uh, I, I just think that Andy Dalton's going to have, especially since it's in Cincinnati. I just think that he's going to have a little bit more motivation for that game. So maybe, yeah. Here in three weeks or something. We might be talking about the Cowboys on a two-game winning streak, and man, that's <laughs> that's not what we need right now. But the Cowboys could go on a two-game winning streak at this late in the season, and four and twelve would still be a possibility. Yeah, yeah, I think so. So maybe getting a couple of wins and getting Andy Dalton a <clears throat> Andy Dalton a chance to like really show that he can still play the game and all that. Maybe he can get his deal because you know he's definitely not coming out to. To shit the bed, and neither <laughs> neither not, is Mike McCarthy. He's not trying to help the Cowboys get a high draft pick. No, yeah, no, he's trying to get another deal somewhere else. So he's trying to pull a Philip Rivers. So Philip Rivers, <laughs> nice. All right, anything else? Uh, before we both forget, oh we've yeah, I've got another. I've got something that I need to talk about too. But go ahead. That well, that, that that is involved with the Cowboys, kind of. Uh, I guess. Okay, well, this isn't involved with the Cowboys. So oh. go ahead. Oh well. <clears throat> I'll, I'll save it. I'll save it. It's fine because it's it's kind of it's kind of random. So I okay. didn't I didn't realize that you but, were going to change subjects here. So go well, ahead. no, no, no. I was just going to say because we keep forgetting to do this. So real quick before we forget, I mean I say real quick. It's already like twenty minutes into the podcast. Uh, before we forget, we have an email at drunkenquestions. Mm. Mm. It's drunkenquestions at gmail dot com. If you 
uh, are listening and you want to give us your input, and we welcome your input, please email us at drunkenquestions at gmail dot com. Uh, I was looking at some of the analytics, and apparently. We've got listeners all over the place. I know it's uh, that map it's, is uh, that map was w- real flattering. Weird. So, yeah, weird, weird. We got weird. Minis- we got Minnesota. We've got uh, Virginia. We, yeah, we got a good bit of listeners in um, uh, uh, in Oregon. Like, yeah, like and, that state. That state was a little darker than the rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which and, means there's probably like three, but <laughs> and and somebody, somebody in Nashville. Listened to every episode. Good on you, bud. Whoever so, you are, Mister Mister Nashville fan, come join us, dude. Like, send us an email or yes. or whoever, guy or girl. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, yes, whoever you are, please send us an email. Let us know. Even who if you you're are. a Velociraptor, we don't care. Email us. Doesn't matter as long as you're not a Preds fan. I'm just kidding. We'll still you, we'll still read your email, Preds fan. If you are, a I mean, Preds what fan. I mean, what 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 can't you say to us that? Oh, I fucked up that line already. What couldn't he say to us in email form that he has to say over the phone? What? I cut off all my fingers. Ah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. That, that one was shoehorned <clears throat> in there. It wasn't good, but it just popped into my head. That's one of my favorite jokes. I wish I had shoehorn hands. I wish I... Yes! <laughs> yes! 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 I love it. So uh, Anyway, and so, then and also, also... Twitter account. Yeah, Twitter. We tweet sometimes... Um, at uh, Drunken Questions... Uh, not Drunken Questions. It's Drunken Fan in the number one... Or just uh, search for the Drunken Fan Podcast, and we're on Twitter. And we're, you know, we're, we're coming, you know. Yeah, so please, if anyone is listening, please, please, please send us emails, because we definitely want to hear from you. And it's, I know that we've said in the past that if it's interesting, we'll read it, or whatever, but at, at, this, this, point, at this point, at man, this point, like, you send we've us gotten, an email. We've gotten a whole one email. Yeah, thanks, JR. So... Anything you send is going to be interesting. Yeah, it's going to be great. So please let us know that you're listening, or let us know that we're, that you're fans of the show, or that you or, think it's awful, or anything yeah. that we need to change, or anything that you want to add to it. Just please let us know how you found it, mm. why you're leaving, you know. Yeah, anything doesn't matter. Did yeah. you just blow smoke into the microphone. I did. I know. I not my brightest moment. <laughs> And I've got the little protector, too, so the smoke came right back into my face. I was like, ah! (laughs) Oh, man. Have you seen that uh, this is kind of what I was going to talk about, but I was watching the Cowboys last week, and it came on again this week. But have you seen that Amazon commercial that's like that ballerina that that she gets, like, picked to be, like, the the lead in, in... the black swan or something like that and nah. she has to go out at like and then the covid-19 comes out and it says that her show is canceled and she's like flirting with a guy across the alley and so eventually she just gets dressed and like dances in front of the whole complex and the guy who they're like flirting with each other the guy like tweets about it or something everyone comes out and watches and it's like a little mini movie it's like a 3 minute long commercial huh. and i'm watching this thing going like amazon Oh, yeah, it's, I can't remember if I said that. It's for Amazon. Yeah, yeah, you do. And I'm sitting here going, Amazon, do you know how much money that probably fucking cost to make that commercial? Millions. Why are you spending all this money on this stupid fucking commercial that has nothing to do with Amazon? You're just trying to feed into people's... You're trying to relate so hard to people, and yet <coughs> you've got all these employees that you need to pay more money and treat better but yet no we're gonna make all these commercials in this little mini movie and it just it, i've seen it now two weeks in a row and i'm sure we're gonna see it again and it just drives me nuts and i just i forgot to complain about that last week 
and that's it. Like it just it just drives me nuts that they're making these these three minute long commercials, and I'm just like, what? Like like you don't even know what it's for until the very end. The whole time I'm watching it, going, did I change the channel by accident? What's going on here? And it just it makes no sense to me. Makes no sense. <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? Nothing. I just forgot to brag about it earlier. Nice, nice, <clears throat> nice. Swarley. <laughs> I know, I know. I yeah. Anyway, anyway, I, I'm sorry. Rant, have, rant over. I just had to. I had to say something about that just because I'm like, what is this? Yes, we've now gone zero weeks without a political statement, but it's okay. That's how is that political? That's saying, not political. Saying that Amazon needs to pay their employees more—that's that's political. I just think it's humanitarian. I think so too, but so, that's politicized now. So. Oh God. Anyway. Anyway. So, all right, we're moving on. I'm sorry. You you can you can edit that out if you want. Just nah. Yeah. All right. Fuck it. Um. So, what do you want to talk about now? Because there was I know that we were saying beforehand that there's nothing going on with the Mavs. So, uh, the Mavericks. Uh, well, they did say that Porzingis is not going to make it for the yes. beginning of the season. Yes, right. I know. But see, but that's not really that big of a shock. We kind of knew that that was coming. We they just couldn't officially announce that until they picked a start date. And now that they have, it's 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 fairly obvious that he. It's it's the same thing with Sagan and Bishop right now, is because yeah. they. No one has has said that they're going to miss the start of the season. The only thing that they've said is that they're going to be out until April or May, which is probably going to be missing. That hopefully it's not April or May, and hockey still hasn't started yet. We bigger problems if that's the case. So yes, same thing with Porzingis. I mean, and we know about his injury history. And this is just another thing that adds on to it. But another thing that I did want to talk about, though, is that uh, I did see an article today that said that Anthony Davis has opted out of his um, his contract with the Lakers now. It's, I think he just wants more money. Oh, yeah, that's exactly what it is. But he said that in the article it says that he's also seeking other places. He, of course, L.A. is still in play here, but you can like he's also looking other places. And so I'm wondering... I mean that could be a bargaining chip too. Of course. Oh yeah, of course it is. And I'm not trying to sit here. Once, once again, you're killing me here. You're just you're taking the wind out of my sails. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to talk about things here. And uh, but you're probably right. It's 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 not going to be a, a thing that really I think that Anthony Davis will consider. But he's got his ring now, and now he kind of wants to go and not do it on his own. I don't think because who cares nowadays? Just because Kevin Durant kind of broke down that barrier. And now, really, LeBron James kind of did it first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. LeBron James did it first, and he was criticized for it just like Kevin Durant. Well, Kevin Durant was, but the Mavs are also looking for a huge for another third piece to this puzzle. You have to have a big three now, and that is LeBron James. So I'm just wondering if maybe, possibly, Anthony Davis might be looking at the Mavericks, and I don't, I don't see why he wouldn't because they, if he really would be that last big piece. Oh yeah. So, and that would that would probably be enough to get Tim Hardaway Jr. to decide whether or not he's going to come back next year. So it's just it, it's once again like it's it's all speculation, Your Honor. But I'm just saying that it just seems like it's a uh, that would be a really good solid solid piece to add to this puzzle. And I'm just curious to I'm just I'm just curious to see how it's all going to play out. I think he'll stay with the Lakers, but. Still, it'd be it'd be that would be a big day in Dallas Mavericks history if if they could get Anthony Davis to come on down south. I'll allow it. All right, cool. That's all I have on the Mavs. Okay. Do you have anything? No, I re- <laughs> no. 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 Okay, cool. 
All right, uh, soccer minute. Let's do it. So this is going to be longer than a soccer. This is going to be a soccer several, several minutes here because I was actually misinformed whenever I said last week that the MLS playoffs were going to be series and um, that it's going to determine on who scores the most goals and the goals carry over. It's not like that in the MLS. They changed it last year. Now it's one and done. You lose, you're out. Ah. You win, you advance. So, November 22nd. November. November 22nd is coming. And that is Dallas's matchup with Portland. It's at 10 o'clock because it's in at 10 o'clock p.m. Eastern time, so it'll be 9 o'clock Central. The land of ports. It's going to be over. It's going to be in Portland, which I think that they should do it in a bubble, but that's, that's another political thing, I guess. Um, but they're going to be doing it in Portland. And it's uh, it's going to be on ESPN, not ESPN two, not FS one, ESPN at ten o'clock. So AM, no PM. Okay, I just oh okay. I thought you were fucking with me because no, 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 no. I've said PM like a million times. I was like, oh my god, did I say it too much? <laughs> I didn't even notice you said PM. So. I start talking <clears throat> soccer and this man just drifts into a coma, and you weren't even looking at your phone this time either. So huh? Yeah. So. Let's uh so it's one and done. So this this is it's it's for everything here. So November twenty second on ESPN at nine o'clock PM in the Dallas Fort Worth area. Please watch this week because once again, like this this is one of those things where a team can this team has caught fire and lost it so many times. It's kinda like what happened to the Rangers where they went up and then they went down, but they never recovered from that slump. FC Dallas was able to do that. And they've been top of the league. They've been not bottom of the league, but they've been bottom of the playoff picture several times back and forth all season long. And so this team can make noise, and it's 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 time to do it. And this this is the time. So November 22nd, 9 o'clock, ESPN, be there. It's interesting that you would use the uh, phrase catch fire because they used to be called the Dallas Burn. Not the same team. It was it's it, FC Dallas is a completely different team. If it's soccer in Dallas, it's the Dallas Burn. I don't care. All right, that's fine. Here, you need, you need a match? I do, I do. I went out. And I need a sterile wipe, so hold on. So, yeah, we can one, go on to the Rangers now. I'm done. Well, I was just going to say one, one interesting fact about uh, me and soccer is uh, my dad used to work for a company called EDS, which is uh, like networks and stuff. Herding cats. Yeah, cat herders. And uh, building planes while they're in the air and all that stuff. The, the, yeah, uh, yeah, good commercials, right? They, when, when the World Cup was in Dallas, my dad actually was working that and was helping maintain their, their network uh, while the World Cup was going on. So we actually got to watch a few World Cup games. I don't remember who it was because it was 94 when uh, the World Cup was in Dallas. So I was five. So I don't remember anything, but that's when I learned that they don't call it a kick. They call it a strike because they had a little, uh, like a dog mascot that year and, uh, they called him striker and, uh, there you go. There's a fun, fun little, uh, fact about me and soccer. Who would have thought that Mal would have brought an interesting fact to the soccer minute. We're getting him people. It's coming. So, if you're my FC, if you're one of my FC Dallas fans out there that listens to this, and you're like a legit fan because I do, I'm sure that I butcher it every single week, and I try. 
So at least there's that, and it's not like I'm coming up here with nothing. Like I'm, you don't butcher it. You're the Pele of soccer minutes. Oh, uh, thank you so much. So uh, if you're one of our FC Dallas fans, please, drunkenquestions at gmail.com. Please send me some stuff that, and you can even put, like, don't read this on the air or whatever, but here are some tips, and I will fucking take them, and we won't read it on the air, like I promise. But I could use all the help that I can get. I'm trying to, I'm trying to do this great sport uh, justice, and it's it, like I, I'm, I, I have no experience with soccer. I, I played it once whenever I was like six, but other than that, I do know how much fun it can be. Because one time we went on a, we went on a. I can't remember if this was the mission trip to Mexico that you missed or not. But uh, were you there whenever we played soccer in the rain? No, no. But, okay, but I do think it's funny that I'm the only one who saw you do this. But you said when you said I played soccer once when I was six, you kicked your foot a couple of times. No, I I only did that because of my leg. Oh okay. no 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 no! I'm not. I thought you were like I thought you were sitting like I played soccer. No 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 no! It's my it's 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 my leg. Like it's just sitting too long makes it get tight, so I have to. You bumped it on a desk and now it moves involuntarily. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. That was a good pull. So that's it for the soccer minute. Thanks for contributing this this week, Mal. Uh, Yo, I appreciate it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's it. So we can go ahead and switch gears here. Talk about the ranges. The ranges. Ranges. So what do you ranges? What do you got for me? Nothing. Mm. <laughs> I don't have anything. Um, yeah, I like. I haven't seen any news or anything come across about the Rangers at all. <clears throat> or even baseball. Like I don't know if baseball's planning on starting on time this year or not. Yeah, there's nothing. There's like nothing. there's nothing and it, it's it's one of those things right now that like here are the <laughs> here are the articles from Rangers Clubhouse to Angels front office. Yeah, it was Minute. it was it was kids that grew up like around the Rangers yeah, like it's like Clubhouse. so. There's and now there's, they're like one of them's like an assistant GM somewhere, and yeah, like that's those are the Rangers stories. Is uh, I guess it also I guess it did kind of come out that Chu has decided to, or I guess it just says uh, Chu leaving leaves the Rangers, but that's it. There's there's nothing that says that. So obviously, just confirming something that we already knew, but Chu yeah. is going to be departing. So left yeah. field is is wide open right now, and. There, there are there are plenty of players out there to fill it, you know. Mm-hmm. So here's mm-hmm. hoping for Jacques Peterson because I just really think that I think I think that that'd be a solid addition for the I, next three four years. I think it would too. My only thing is I think I think that might be viewed as like a win now move, and that's not the not where the Rangers are. Like I think if if. I honestly think at this point the most likely move for them to make as far as left field is have Willie Calhoun play left. Well, uh, here's a here's something interesting that I'm reading right now. And once again, it's just a, another pop-up ad. Uh, but it's looking like that no more Mar- singles in your area that are interested. Apparently, <laughs> I may have just won a hundred thousand dollars. Whoa! Okay, thank you. I'm sorry. <laughs> it heard me, and it was like, hey! Uh, but it's saying that Nomar Mazara might be available. Really? I'm trying to I'm trying to find it here. Do you think they'd bring him back? I mean, do you think that—why wouldn't you? I mean— Do you think that he would want to come back is the big question. I don't know. 
Yeah, see, that's the thing. I think the Rangers would love to have him back, especially right now. It's just because it I mean he's still he's still looking good, and he's getting better every year. So, I mean, you you there was one there was one time where you were playing a a major league baseball game where you created your own whatever and Nomar Mazzara five six years later. I know it's just a video game, but like even the video game like. They're realized his his potential, yeah, you know, yeah, and so and yeah. he was one of the he was one of the best hitters in the league five six years later, and you went like head to head against him in the home run derby or something. So yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, I just don't know why I kicked his ass. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I like, I mean, so do you do you think that the Rangers try and go after No Marmazara? I do. At this point, uh, at this point, there, it's a mystery. What they're gonna do? Like, I don't think John Daniels even really knows much past. They're gonna look younger next year, you know. So maybe that's Jock Peterson. Maybe that's bringing Mazzara back. Mm. Maybe that's rolling with Willie Calhoun in left field. Well, and see, here's the other thing too, though, is that Nomar Mazzara is a natural right fielder mm-hmm. anyway. I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. So, so if you bring him, <coughs> if you bring him back, then you're pretty much saying hey joey we're gonna move you to center field i mean is there any chance that nomar mazara might want to make the move to left field or center field i don't know i don't know maybe yeah i so i mean i just i don't know it was just an interesting question that just popped up on my on my feed here and i was just like okay i just i'll, I'll pose the question yeah who knows um yeah i don't i does he i didn't think he had enough uh, major league time to be an unrestricted free agent. Maybe he does. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I wasn't reading the article while you were talking. I was just, I, I it was just there, and I was yeah. just kind of scrolling through it, just kind of catching the yeah. the highlights of it. And it, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know if he's available. It's just someone asked the question. It was like a mailbag for for someone, one of the Rangers beat writers, and he was answering questions. So ah. <clears throat> this is why we are not beat writers. We are just amateur talkers. Well, I really wouldn't want to be a beat writer, man. That's a well, never. No, I'd take that back. I'd love to do that. That'd be fun to get paid to do this for a living, dude. And and like you get to know the players. You know what I mean? Like yeah, hanging out with yeah. with major league players. That'd be kind of cool, man. And you get paid to do that. Mm, what a job. Yeah. Like uh, like uh, I've I've talked about him a couple times. One of my favorite follows on Twitter is uh, Evan Grant. He's a Rangers beat writer. And, yeah. And him and you uh, Darvish still on Twitter will still tweet at each other. Like, it's just, I don't know. It's just kind of cool. Uh, as far as the Rangers next year, man, I'm like, all we know for sure is they're going to be younger. So I think they're going to, there's gonna there are holes that that you're gonna look at it and you go why don't we go get somebody and and they're gonna say well we're just gonna bring some, bring some people up and try to develop talent you know which that's good that, I mean that's a good thing that's that's what you want the because honestly if you want to play win now all the time you have to be the Yankees or the Dodgers and the Rangers are not and they're not prepared to spend that level of money. And so, they don't. They probably don't have that level of money. I mean, probably not. I don't know. I would assume not. <clears throat> I mean, they but, just spent a shit ton of money on a new stadium. Yeah. So, well, yeah, ballpark or whatever you want to call it. But but uh, 
So like you're gonna have you're gonna have time periods where you're just not gonna compete, and mm-hmm. like in that time period, what you're gonna have to get used to seeing is looking for the development of your younger talent. Uh, for a long time, the Rangers didn't compete, but they developed younger talent and then traded it away like as soon as they could, you know. But now it's you know the. It, it, I don't think that's what they're what they're going for now. But, it used but that to be was like the, the Rangers was, were like the farm. They were like Triple A plus. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, they I were remember like the that. farm team for everybody else. They were kind of like the Dallas Cowboys offensive line. Like it's all anyone would talk about about this team. It was just like, oh, their farm system is just so good. It's so good. Like they're going to be good for like the next decade or whatever. And here we are. So, but I mean, but it makes you wonder why would you want to go away from that? Like why not just develop your farm system before? Because it 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 mm-hmm. ended up happening. Are not happening, but ended up um, working for them in 2010, 2011. So why go away from that formula again? Like, it's, and I'm not saying that that's the. I'm just. Yeah. I'm just asking. I'm just posing the. I'm posing the question here. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I, I think it's. <sighs> Honestly, I, a lot of the people in the fan base around the Rangers, like I, I know, I I joked a lot. Like most of them left and went to now they're Houston fans. But I do think there are still a lot of uh, Rangers fans around that that don't remember the '90s because they weren't necessarily baseball fans. They don't remember the early 2000s when it was, uh, you know, a Rod, and that was about it. <laughs> yeah, Kevin Mench. Yeah, Kevin <laughs> Mench. Freaking Shrek. Shrek. Man. Right. <laughs> when we had a Rod and Ricky Leday. <laughs> You know, See, I don't even know who that is. Yeah, I don't even exactly. remember that name. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then we got Alfonso Soriano. Oh yeah, Gary for, Matthews Jr. for A Rod. Yeah, we got Alfonso Soriano for A Rod. Like there are so many players that did so great other places that played for the Rangers for a little bit. You know, in the 2000s, Mark Teixeira. You want to talk about the 2010 2011 team? And the this farm system being so good, it's literally because the Braves had a great farm system, and they were like, "Let's trade the farm system for Mark Teixeira. He's from Georgia." Yeah, and then he played half a season and was like, "I'm going to New York." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, but you know, okay. So, so you think you think that the way that they're going now is trying to develop the young players to be ready for the le- for the major leagues like that's that's the right decision to go with right now. I mean Yes, I do. But the the problem is it have for that to be the right decision, you have to have a good coaching staff all the way top to bottom. You have to have Single A coaches that are good at developing talent, double A, triple A, you know, coaches top uh, like are uh, throughout the uh, organization that are good at developing talent. I'm not saying the Rangers don't have that. I'm saying I don't know enough about their organization to to say for sure if they have. Oh that. yeah, I know. So but once so, again, we're still here. We're here to speculate. Right. That's, that's what we're here to. Right. Yeah. So so what I've seen is they've. They've committed to that, and I think that'll be good because, especially for the hitters, Luis Ortiz, like, made his living teaching young hitters how to hit. Like, I've, I, we've talked about this before, but I used to work in a, in a hitting clinic 
that he ran, and I've seen him give hitting lessons. And the dude knows what he's talking about, and he's really, really good at developing young hitting talent. So if we're bringing up young hitters and letting them work directly with Luis, that can only be good for the hitters. I don't know about the pitchers. I don't know. Well, yeah, but that's not what we're talking about, though. That's a completely— No, it's but that's part of the team. Oh, I know, but still, like, if you want to talk about Luis Ortiz, like, it's not— Right. But, he won't but know that's, about the pitchers either. But, that, but what I'm saying is, I like— I think it'll be good for the hitters. I don't know if it'll be good for the pitchers. Oh, know. okay. I see. I see what you're saying. It's just well, maybe that's why that they're not looking to necessarily stay young at the pitching staff. Maybe they want to bring in veteran pitchers. And I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. Yeah. So I mean, because all this talk about youthful players, it's just talking about the field and the hitters. It's not really talking about pitching. <clears throat> well, the the Rangers do have a lot of young pitchers. Yeah, I know they do. And I mean, and they, 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 we we talked about it. Last week or the yeah last week I think is what it was. Whenever we said, uh, uh, what's what's that league that we were talking about? Not um, the developmental league. Yeah, that developmental league. Uh, the winter league. The, the 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 Rangers have a lot of good young pitchers. So maybe it'd be this. But just any article I've ever read, it pretty much just it's pretty much just a stab at Elvis and Odor. <laughs> Is what it is. You know, it's like oh well, we're yeah. gonna be younger next year. Well, who are the fucking old people on the team right now? Elvis. Elvis and Odor. And Odor's not that old, but I, he's... I, that's, that's the thing. People are like, oh, he's he's old. No, he's not. You just He's just he's played like, a while. He's yeah. like 26, man. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. It just... Yeah, so, I mean, it's pretty much just Elvis. But, I mean, 26 is probably older than what they want to go with next year anyway. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, no, I, yeah, I don't know either. But once again, I don't know we're what speculating younger, Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> what is, what what is young? Yeah, right. Exactly. What What is young? Like, are we... Like, Josh Young? Young, or nice. Yeah, see, it's like a little subliminal message there. We're gonna be young and in the high. In the, we're in gonna be the jun- junger next. Yes, year. right, right. Yeah, the yeah the the headlines are jung. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be good. Well, all right. You got anything else? No. All right. So here we go. Here, let's. Uh, here we go. Yes. So first of all, are you gonna put in the music this week? Yeah. Sure, I'll do that. Yeah. Okay, so the music that we have right now is uh, I'm I'm trying to start my own podcast that's going to be strictly Dallas Stars, and it's called Vulgar Display of Power Play. Thanks to my co-host here for that great answer, and or not answer, but that great title. And it's, uh, for those of you who don't know, it is a play on the Vulgar Display of Power, which was Pantera's second studio album. And uh, no, it was their first, wasn't it? Uh, no, I think it was their second. Was it? Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so Pantera is huge with the stars. Their goal song was written by Pantera and everything. So we tried to come up with a theme song for that that was very Pantera-esque, and so that's what we came up with. So enjoy it. It's fun. I enjoy the song. It's it's. Uh, but anyway, that's that's why that was added last week. We're gonna try and do it with every single sport. Yeah, we're still in the writing process. Yeah, yeah we're, we're trying to get one for the Mavs and for the Soccer Minute and all that stuff, so more to come. And uh, But that's that's where that music came from last week, so just in case y'all were like, what the fuck? Like, that, that's why. So enjoy it. It's probably playing right now. And um, Yeah, I threw that in there just to keep Cameron on his toes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it was good. I, I didn't expect it. At first, I was even like, what the hell's going on here? But then as soon as the guitar riff started, I went like, oh, yeah. Like, I, that's, that's, the, that's the song, so... More to come, but anyway, the uh, 
Let's talk about the Dallas Stars here. The only real news that I have is that they have loaned Ty Delandria to the Finnish League, so they do not plan on wasting because uh, hockey is very much like baseball. Like if you have a certain amount of time in the league, then you, at, at the end of your contract, you can be a restricted free agent or an unrestricted free agent. And they're trying not to do that. And, in, and I don't know what it is in baseball, but in hockey, if you play 10 games, that counts. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's... 10 games in an 82-game season. So, I mean, that's that's a big sample size, especially for a young player and especially for a top draft pick like Ty Delandria. And Ty Delandria was drafted in in Dallas. Like, like, that, like, that was the draft that was, like, he's playing for that team, so there's a lot of pressure on him. From what I've seen, the kid can play. He's I've seen him play in person in the AHL. I've seen him play on TV whenever they were doing like the prospect tournament a couple years ago, and I, like the kid can play. So you don't want to wait if you're going to use him. You want to use him more than just ten games. I just said that that's a big sample size, but with a player that has the hype behind him, like Ty Delandria, you want to give him at least half a season. Right. A full season. I mean, they didn't even use him in the playoffs this year. He was a dark ace, but or a dark ace. He was a black ace, but he wasn't um uh he didn't play at all. So they're they're really trying to shape him and groom him. And there's something about him that they know is going to be big because he whenever he was on uh, whenever Jim Nill was on the phone trying to get trades done, uh Ty Delandria, just like whenever they were trying to get Eric Carlson, mm-hmm. uh Miro Haskinen was a big name that was on that list. Like the uh the Ottawa Senators were saying, like, okay. You want Eric Carlson? Then fine. Include Rope Hints. Include um, uh, who was the other one? I think Foxa was on that name, but also Haskinen. And the one player that he he said, "I'll give you everyone else that you want, but I'm not trading Haskinen." And good on him. I was saying the whole time, like, don't do it. Well, Ty Delandria kind of has that hype around him, and every time that he calls to make a trade, people are saying, "Okay, we'll include Delandria in this trade." Because I remember whenever he was first drafted, everyone in the... Because I was at the draft, and everyone that was sitting around me went, who? Because he wasn't on anybody's radar. And so whenever he drafted, and that's whenever Jim Nill has this horrible track record of drafting in the first round, and we all kind of looked at each other and went, here we go again. But it's looking like this kid's for real. So be patient, Stars fans. We're going to see Ty Delandria soon, and hopefully he brings everything and more of what it looks like that he might become. So... There's that. Um, they they are there are a bunch of people projecting that the Kraken are going to take Hudobin. Whenever the expansion draft happens, really? Yes, and I can't believe that. I I just once again, and that's why like you don't know. People are just making assumptions here, right, but a yeah. lot of people are picking them to take Hudobin. Huh. It's instead just going to depend instead on of instead of Holtby. Holtby Be- huh. Yeah, I know, which is weird because Holtby's young, not much younger, but he's still younger, and he's got and, hardware. Yeah, I was about to say, and he's got and he's got a cup, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he's won a Vesna trophy. So it's just like one of those things where it's like I don't get it, but <clears throat> if they did, then I guess that's fine because then you've got Ben Bishop. And and Jake Ottinger will be ready to go. It's just going to be the opposite of where I thought that they would go. And of course, I mean, you take Hudobin over. It, looking back on it, you would take Hudobin over Bishop because he's not as injury prone, right? And, if he can come out again and produce. Well, that and I think it would make sense depending on who, which um, goalies are going to be free agents that year too, because they could they could take Hudobin and intend to use him as a backup. You know what I mean? If they're, no, if, they wouldn't if do they, that. If they think that there is a goalie out there that they can just sign straight out. Yeah, I don't think if they're gonna take a goalie, there it's gonna be their goalie. 
Like, because because they're going to take because I really do think they're going to take Braden Holpe. Okay. And Hudobin's not going to be a free agent next year. So they'll have to, but see, but that's the thing though with the expansion draft. The beautiful thing about, it, and not a lot of people have been through it, um, but it's you can take any player that no team like protects. It doesn't matter what they're unless they have a no movement clause. But if they have a no movement clause, then you have to protect them. Right. So any player that's available, they can take them, and it's you take their full contract, of course, but. If you say I want this player, there's no protest. Like yes. they have to take him. So yeah. Yeah. I don't think they're gonna waste their pick in Dallas on a backup goalie. I mean, I think I think I think that, it depends on who's protected. Oh, of course, and we have no idea. But I mean, you know that they're gonna protect Hints and Haskinen and uh, Jamie Ben, Tyler Sagan. Uh, Bishop has a no movement clause. Bi- they'll they'll protect Ben Bishop, I think. Um, well, he has a no movement clause. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I know. So. And I, and so it's one of those things that I just. It's it's all going to depend on who they protect, of course. But I just I don't see them wasting their the, with how good of defensemen Dallas has right now. That's true. Like they, they'll t- I think that they're going to take oh. one of those one of these defensemen, and I think the they only protect three defensemen. You so think I think they're going to take the pee pee. What? No, 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 no. They're going to take. They're, yeah, they're going to take the pee pee. All right. Uh, no, they're going to protect Lindell. They're going to protect Klingberg. They're going to protect uh, Haskinen. Hoob Scoob Nubin. Hoob Noob Scoob Nubin. Yes, dude. That's what you. You, I might get a blackout jersey and get a four and get it custom made to say Hoob Noob Scoob Noobin. Hoob Noob Scoob Noobin. You want to explain that for people who don't know? So when we were watching the uh, the playoffs, I think it was the, the round against Calgary. I'm pretty oh, sure it was the first round. Don't let me forget that I have to tell you something. I meant to tell you this once the playoff run ended. I didn't want to say anything because I was, I was afraid it was going to jinx it. But remind me, whenever you finish telling this story, I need to tell you about that. Okay. <clears throat> well... I was scrolling on, uh, I think it was Facebook, and I saw this uh, this meme that said, "Take every uh, every vowel in your name and replace it with O O B, and then you know, and type out what your name would be." And uh, I was just laughing. I was like, "Cameron, you'd be Kub Mub Rubin, Kub Mub Rubin." And uh, we laughed at that, and then we were like, "Oh man, what uh, what would some of these Dallas Stars be?" And uh, so I think my wife said, "What about Haskinen?" And I was like, "Oh man, dude!" And that, it, it was hard to and figure it that. Me, out. Yeah. It took me a minute, and then I just went, "Hoobooskabooboo, dude!" And you're so like, we always find the weirdest <laughs> talents for you, and you're so good at like you can sit there and think about it for like maybe 10, 15 seconds, and then boom, you've got it. Maybe not even that long, like two or three seconds, and you're like, "Boom, here's what it is." I can't do that. So, but yeah, we've, yeah, so Haskinen <laughs> is always going to be Hoob Noob Scoob Noobin. It's Moob Rub Hoob Noob Scoob Noobin. Moob Rub Hoob Noob Scoob Noobin. So there we go. <laughs> Welcome to our brains, people. Like, this is just, this is the thoughts that we have. Okay, the Jinx story. So, Jinxy Cat, Jinxy Cat. Um, <laughs> so, we were watching the Calgary game. Yes. And it was the game. I think it might have been game six, whenever they went down three nothing. Yeah. And then they came back and won seven to three. Right before the comeback. Do you remember what you did? No. You played eye to eye. Oh really? Yes. So anytime the stars started playing horribly, I would play from from a goofy movie. <laughs> From those of you who do not know this, go if you don't. Uh, if you listen to each other's hearts, we're yeah. fine whenever to far apart. Yeah, you know, I don't know why I turned into a Z Zanzari there. Yeah, I was about to say. 
Tom. Ow, Ow my, my fingers. fingers. <laughs> you my did that on purpose. My fingies. Yeah, I don't know why. But anyway, uh, so anytime the stars started playing poorly, I would listen to that song, and it worked every fucking time. Game seven against Colorado. Oh, really? I left work to listen to that song, <laughs> and it worked. It was our own glory, Gloria. You know, like like the St. Louis Blues had that song for their yeah. player. Like it was our personal, really dude, just mine. Dude, dude. What we need to do is we need to tweet at Michael Gruber and be like, bro, you have to. Have to. I really do think he'd be all over that shit, too. Dude. Especially that song. Like, yes. it's so good. Yes. And so that was, like, I was hoping just, just so. Just out of nowhere, you just get da, 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 da. So yeah, yeah. Dude, I never told you that because I was afraid, and I, it's so funny because I don't really believe in jinxes and stuff like that. But I guess I do. Yeah, you do. because I mean, apparently, I mean, apparently, I do because that was one of those things that it worked, and I didn't want to tell you because I wanted to surprise you whenever they won the cup. Oh, you started that. You started that that because because they were down three nothing. You played eye to eye during the second or the first or the second intermission, whichever one it was, and then they come back and get seven goals and don't let up (laughs) another one, and it worked the whole playoff series, man. Yeah, well, like that's your opinion, man. Nice, love it, love it. Um, so I I had to tell you that. Ah. So that that one was pretty funny. Um, That's 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 really it for the stars. Um. Oh man, those those blackout jerseys look so good. You know what doesn't look good though? Those retro jerseys, man. Man, dude, I'm telling you, the jersey itself looks good. It's everything else with that jersey. You know what's missing? The North Stars color scheme is missing. And I hate that Minnesota once again gets to capitalize on that awesome because I honestly think the uh the score app has been doing a thing where they're ranking the best NHL logos throughout history. And they just released 10 through 1 today. Mm-hmm. And number 10 was the Minnesota North Stars N. Like it's it's not one of the it's like that logo and those color schemes, that green has just stood the, withstood the test of time. No one looks back on that and goes, that is ugly. No. That is that is one of the most iconic logos and jerseys and uh, color schemes in NHL history. And once again, the Stars decide to turn their back on it because Minnesota got to use the the North Stars, like the actual North Stars uniform in their stadium series that they had two, three, four years ago. I can't remember when it was, but that made me mad because it's like, what the fuck? Like, you're not the North Stars. The Dallas Stars are the North Stars. They they are. I'm sorry if you're butt hurt because of it, but you should have gone to more games in the 90s. And... Uh, and I just wish that the stars would embrace that those roots. It's it seems like that that's like a taboo thing that they don't want to remember is how they fucked over Minnesota because they took their team. Even though whenever the North Stars left in '93, the NHL promised Minnesota a hockey team, and they still haven't gotten one. So it's one of those. Th- they have the Wild. That's not a hockey team. So it's one of those <laughs> things that um, you should have seen the look on his face that he gave me. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> So uh, uh, I hate that I hate that Minnesota gets to capitalize on it because that Minnesota jersey is amazing. It's really good. It looks so good, and it's going to look so good on the ice. And could you imagine right now the Dallas Stars have a D in their fucking logo? 
how like you they have never been so close to the North Stars logo in the Dallas Stars history. So why wouldn't you capitalize on that? I don't know what's going on behind the scenes, and I don't know if Minnesota has to pay for it in order to use the North Stars jersey because I know that the Tennessee Titans won't let the Houston Texans use the Houston Oilers look at all because they own the rights to it. Yeah. And the Stars should do the same thing. If they don't want to fucking use it, fuck Minnesota. Fuck them. Like, they, like you should have... You, they went to the Stanley Cup in 91, and they started 1-7-1 and that year, too. Oh. So, I don't know. Like, so that's, that's a weird little coincidence, but... Um, but, but I think that uh, I, like they should have gone. They if they really cared, they should have gone to more games. Yeah. They should have, and yeah. you had your chance to keep the North Stars. And it sucks that 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 is that that is gone. <clears throat> but the Stars just continue to refuse to use those those looks. Like I was hoping that they were going to do it for the Winter Classic. They didn't. I was hoping that they were going to do it for this jersey. They didn't. Like and, and Minnesota keeps capitalizing on it and I fucking hate it because I, like I love that look. The Stars need to embrace that logo. Who gives a shit? Because Carolina right now is still using the Whalers. Their jersey was a swing and a miss because I was hoping that they would use like that black and red and combine that with the Whalers jersey, but now it's just the Whalers with a with a darker shade of blue, which is fine, but once again, like it's they're not the Whalers. They used to be. They're not anymore, and it's just one of those things that they need to like it's like what Colorado did with theirs. Uh-huh. They they used to be the Quebec Nordiques and they brought that back but they kept the Colorado color scheme and as much as i hate to admit this that's probably the best jersey that's come out of all of this yeah. is that Colorado jersey <laughs> yeah it looks sick it's so sweet and the stars had that they well, had it and the, they they didn't take advantage of it the, from what i have read um the people at adidas knew that the uh, stars were coming out with their uh their i keep calling it the blackout jersey it is the blackout jersey but but that's not what it was listed as in the article that no, I read. No, it's, anyway, it's not, but, but it's a blackout but, but jersey. But the blackout jersey, they, they knew that the stars were coming out with and that. They wanted to, and they wanted to play off of it oh, and go with the, like, basically an all-white. Oh, it's awful. So bad. Here's hoping that the helmets aren't white either. Here's hoping that they that they bring some green helmets or something. That, but I think that that would look terrible too. But they, they can't do more white or more silver in that thing because, oh, my God, it is terrible. That's going to look so bad. I do love the logo, like where the A is the top of the star. And I, yeah. I like I do love that logo. It's super iconic. It's the logo that they had whenever they won the cup and all that stuff. But it's just they should have done more. They should have done more. It's 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 very lazy. It wasn't well, put together my, well. My thing is reverse retro to me seems like a retro jersey where you do like the retro logo and all that and maybe even the color scheme, but you flip it from what it was. Yeah. So like instead of having the, the green, you know what I mean, as the star and then the black on the bottom. Yeah. Dude. I thought the black on top with the green on the bottom See, would have been good. I, well, I think so. And like maybe make it victory green. Yeah. Like what they have. But see, but once again, use the Minnesota, use that 99 cup design, but then use the North Stars color scheme. Like how awesome would that have been? Where if the green on top was the North Stars and then below, like where it was black, it could be that, it could be that yellow. Or something like that. I know that that's going to be. I, I'm just I, like, but I'm just saying like. Throw, but white was also big in there, so you could have had like the green on top, then where it separated the colors instead of it just being a transition. Like it's just it's that yellow line. 
and then everything below was white. So the majority of it's white, but you still keep that North Stars look and you keep that 99 Cup run in mind and you don't use anything from their jerseys that they have now. Because I agree, you can't do that because look at what the fucking Preds did. Yeah. It's pretty much their same fucking look. But what can the Preds do? You know, like it's just... it's They could it, throw back to... Oh, no, they didn't... They weren't the Thrashers, were they? No, they, no, weren't. they weren't. No, the, the Winnipeg. The Winnipeg Jets were the Thrashers, which right. the Winnipeg Jets used to be... Anaheim, I think. I can't remember where Winnipeg located, but speaking of a swing and a miss, did you see Anaheim's? Yeah. Oh, like they, oh, I don't hate it. It's middle of the pack. I, yeah. I, I see what they tried to do there, but my God, could you, like that, that iconic, dude, that dude, iconic. Dude, if they'd gone with the Disney's Mighty Ducks lo- Yes, jersey. and then kept, yeah. kept their color schemes that they have now. Could you imagine that black and then the, the, that mask, instead of being white, it was orange? Yeah. Oh man, that would be just so sick, and that's oh, dude, the only no, I'm, Anaheim I'm talking, jersey that anyone ever fucking likes. No, I'm t- I'm talking about the original, like Mighty Ducks one. No, I actual, I know that with, that was their the, that was the their duck. No, no, like the actual duck playing hockey. Oh no, I no, thought no, that no, would have no, been no, cool. No, no. I mean, they kind of did that, but they they went with the the uh, the old logo as the duck. It, 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 and that's anyway. that's the one that they should have gone with. The one with that had the crossed hockey sticks in the back, and it that was the been, duck face. I mean, that would have been cool too. Because you do know that Disney was the original owner of the Mighty Ducks. Like that's that's where it because the Mighty Duck movie came out first. Dude, I'm gonna be so pissed. Oh, okay, good. Oh man, I thought that the computer stopped recording there for a second. But yeah, like because that was the original. I, I see what you're talking about with the green. Yeah. Like from those movies, but yeah. whenever they whenever they came, whenever the Mighty Ducks first came, they never had that logo. Right. It was always just the duck with but the, that, the but, duck head. But that would have been really. I mean, they never had the logo that they that they have now. Like that. You know what I mean? Like I think I think they kind of tried to do it with they they had the the duck mask or whatever on a like on a duck playing hockey. You know what I mean? They kind of tried to do yeah, that. Yeah, he's like busting through. He's like busting through the bottom of the jersey coming in, and it just, I, I, they I res- tried to do. I respect them trying to be different, but dude, it was. It's like the. You know who had the biggest swing and a miss though? Was the fucking Islanders, man? Like they didn't. They didn't bring back that old fisherman logo. Like they could have, because that's that's always been like a huge skid mark. It, it's it, it was kind of like their mooderous. Like people looked at that and went, "What? Like what the fuck is this?" And the color schemes made no sense. I get that the Islanders are trying to like keep the '80s in mind whenever they make this stuff because they're the only team that's won four cups in a row from '80 to '84, and so it's just one of those things that I I, I get why they're going with that, but. Man, the fisherman logo was right there, dude. You could have, you had your chance to write that wrong, and that really could have been something great. Yeah, you bring you bring that fisherman's logo, put a little skit, like like a little skit, a little twist on it, like what the ducks did, and um, and and but keep your color scheme that you have now, or you can pay homage to those '80s teams and keep that color yeah. with that fisherman logo. I just think it would have been great. I just think that it could have been awesome. Oh, dude, you know what would have been sick. You, you you were talking about like if Dallas had brought back and fixed the mood like done a take on the Mooderist logo. Yeah, I just I just thought of something that would have been, I think would have been kind of cool. You might disagree, but instead of like the full on Mooderist <clears throat> with stars and and all that stuff, just have like a a cow skull on yeah like on oh, the oh yeah keep going yeah but like on on uh, that could have been like the a, shoulder patch. 
Or yeah. Oh, or, or, or like man, the that'd have been great. like like uh like a vic- the victory green uh jersey, you know what I mean? With the with a white star, right? Yeah. Or a black star even. Uh top part with the A and all that and then have uh a cow like a cow skull, you know what I mean? I think that that might be a little too busy. It might be. I'm. I'm just. I'm not a designer, though. I'm see, just I saying. Think, you know. Oh man. See, like the but, like but the cow just skull. Throwing, throwing something in there like that that would have been like a hey, you know, different little nod. You know what I mean? <clears throat> yeah. 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 I, I think that I think that the cow skull is an awesome idea. Maybe make it like a cow goalie mask, and and use it as a shoulder patch. Like I just think that that would have been awesome because that's like a little a, a little a little homage to a jersey that nobody liked. But I feel like a cow gully mask would have been too close to the ducks. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I know, thing. I know, I know. I, like, I, like I'm just saying, like it, this is probably how this design process worked. It just looked like that they just kind of put the stars one together and just went, eh, yeah, good enough. Like we we don't need to complete it anymore. Like we're already using the north the north stars in the Minnesota logo, but I don't know. I just feel like that they could have done more with it. Um, I'm just I'm glad they didn't go with the just a reverse like if, for the whiteout. I'm glad they didn't go with the the jersey that they had immediately after those uh, the jerseys that they went with that just said Dallas. Yeah, no I'm one. I'm so yeah, no glad one, they no, didn't no, yeah, just yeah, go yeah, with yeah, a yeah. white version of that. No, that was awful, and oh. and I don't understand why people were so pissed whenever the, in 2013 whenever they came out with the victory green logo with the D and the. The, the the star points off of it and stuff like that because I'm sitting here going oh, we had to go somewhere yeah you want to talk about some bland fucking jerseys like the black Dallas or and then on the road it was white you know and it was just it was just terrible it was awful and I I, I, I don't get it um I do want to get unpopular opinion here I do <clears throat> want to give some props to Vegas nobody likes Vegas's everyone has Vegas in the bottom tier. But I think that Vegas did the best with what they had. They've only been around for three seasons. Yeah, and, I mean, like, like yeah. what, what, what can they do? And and it would just be lazy to do like inverse colors or whatever. So good for them. And you told me I didn't even realize this, but this is like an homage to not just it's a it's a it's the a Golden Knights. Yeah, it's but a, it's an homage to Vegas hockey. Yeah. <laughs> what uh, what's the? Could you because you didn't really? I don't I don't I don't remember the name. Uh, it was like the Ramblers or Rattlers or something like that. It was a, a minor league hockey team that was in Vegas that they kind of tipped their cap to. But it was it that's where the red came from. Yeah, and see the the one thing that I didn't notice until now is that they still have the gold and the gray there at the bottom, and that doesn't really that doesn't really mesh well. No. I like the gold and the red that's in the cross swords and the star that's in the middle of it. But that gray doesn't seem to fit. No. So, I mean, it's... But still, I don't think it's the worst. No. I don't think it's the worst out there. Look at fucking Detroit. No. But what, what would have been uh, cool is... It, I mean, it's obviously... You couldn't have gone, like, with a throwback to a Vegas Golden Knights jersey. But if it was, like, uh, like the golden days of Vegas, you know what I mean? Like, the the casino lettering or whatever with the strip and all that somehow you work that into the Golden Knights, that would have been kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure that they played around with like everything. Like a Viva but... Las Vegas kind of feel. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can see how that could work. I, did, I, I love what they did with it. I, I wouldn't say love, but I don't hate it like yeah. like everyone else does. Yeah, yeah. 
So, I mean, it's just, it, it was a lot of fun to kind of look at it, and it sucks for, <laughs> what an Ottawa Senators move, man. Like, the, <laughs> the one year that the Ottawa Senators are like, okay, we're going back to our old logo full-time, then Adidas comes out with retro jerseys, so now that old logo, the pop that it would have gotten, like, initially, yeah. I think that if yeah. they didn't decide <laughs> to go back to their old logo and they bring back the old logo for the retro jerseys, I think Ottawa's, uh, because once again, that's another one of those teams, it's like, nothing has really changed for the Senators. It's same thing with um, the Bruins. Oh, but the Bruins one is awesome. They haven't had a gold jersey before. That was the beautiful thing. Like, they've had white. They've had black. They've never had just an all yellow, like an all gold jersey I, I mean, like I, this. I, I know, it, but what, the, the what I'm saying one is, is one of the best in the league. They're, they're, but they've they've always had the same logo. They've always had the same color scheme. Same thing with the Oilers. They, and, just, they yeah. just never have had that color jersey. So, you know, your average hockey fan looks at it and goes... What's different about that? Oh, I I know, you know I know, I mean? but it's still I know, I know. And see, and it was the same thing that you were talking about with Edmonton. You were like, "What did they do?" I'm like, "Well, look at the blue. That's only in the letters, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that blue is it's a it's a different type of blue, and that's what makes it so great. Is they brought back that iconic blue color. It would be like if the Dallas Stars left victory green, and in 50 years from now they come back to it. It's like, well, it's green, but what's the difference? Oh, it's like, oh, that's victory green, you know. Like they won the cup in 2025 with that or whatever, you know. Yeah. It's just, Here's hoping. Bold prediction there, bud. What? 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 I know. So, <laughs> one, a couple more things that I want to talk about here is, um, first of all, did you see that the NHL, whenever they released it, they didn't show the Blackhawks logo? Uh-uh. Whenever the NHL released it, it's just the back of the jersey. Uh-huh. And because you know the Blackhawks have been a... Yeah. Cause for controversy, especially now. Yeah. And the NHL decided not to step in. Maybe this was Adidas that made this call. I don't know. But the NHL decided to step in and say, no, we're keeping the Blackhawks, which was the right call. I know that we're getting political again here, but I'm agreeing with people who typically don't agree with yeah, me. Yeah, I was about to say, this is a more conservative argument here. And it's, it's not like that they're the fucking rednecks. Or rednecks. It's not like that they're the fucking Redskins or the Indians. You know, it's, it's not like it's a it's a slur or a derogatory. Right, right. They're yeah. the Black Hawks. They're they're a specific group of. It would be like if they were named the Cherokee, which that would make sense too, because those were two tough native tribes. Yeah, they just were. Or and the so, Apaches. Yeah, you know, like it would be like that would make sense too. It's just the Black Hawks were native to the Chicago area. Yeah. Which I mean, I get why, because Chicago wasn't a fucking thing whenever the natives lived here, and we fucking took it from them. And it's like, well, I know we took your land, but here's a cool hockey team. <laughs> Yay! Hooray! But still, I'm yeah. okay with them keeping that logo, and I hate that they didn't release it because I just now saw it. On my phone, I was kind of scrolling through to get oh, to the really? top. I I think it looks it looks great. Yeah, that's their that's their logo from the forties. What does this thing say? Oh shit! Yeah, the forties. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I love that Blackhawks logo. I think it's great. I don't understand. Yeah, it's I don't, gonna be, I just, yeah, it's gonna yeah, be yeah, weird just, seeing Matthias Yanmark in that. I don't give a shit. Um, but it's gonna be fun watching Patrick Kane cry in that. <laughs> Dude. Why would the St. Louis Blues bring back that? Uh, oh my God, dude! And and here's the thing: it's ranked 13th <laughs> on what? On the score app here. Uh, oh, it's, it's the score it ranked, app. It's, it was ranked at the bottom for dude. It's ESPN. awful. This this it was awful whenever they created it. It's awful now. I know that there's there are, there are a few different. Um, uh, it, it, it's like a few. There's like a few. Um, 
minor tweaks here. The logo is is a little bit different, but it's just still. And they're they're trying to justify it because Wayne Gretzky wore it. And I don't give a shit. Like it's just it's just an ugly jersey. If Wayne Gretzky also had a mullet at one point. You gonna justify that? Yeah, I know. Florida's is good, but I do want to talk about. Um, I do want to talk about LA's. The Kings, LA. dude, it's that is so brilliant from the Kings as a marketing scheme because obviously they're the Lakers colors, but the Kings used to be all yellow at one point, so it's not unusual to see that. It does not look like that they're pandering as much as they really are uh-huh. because you're trying to you're trying to get more of um, you're trying to get the African American market to watch more. It'd be like if the Texas Rangers used to have like victory green in their color scheme. And then they they brought back like a retro, and everybody's like, "Oh, they're pandering to stars fans." I'm like, well, yes and no. Yeah, right, right. But this is this is different though. But I it, know, I know, I know. I'm just, I'm just saying. But I'm saying I'm not saying that that's a bad idea. That's brilliant by them to do that. And yeah. I just think that that purple is going to look so great on the ice because that's the big thing here is that the reason why I hate the stars one so much is because all of that white and very light gray, which it's hard to distinguish between the two, where where the gray ends and the white begins. Yeah. But I just think that all that white. And bright colors on the ice is just going to look terrible. It's just awful. So, and I think that that's another yeah. thing that looks so good about the Kings jerseys is that it's like that purple is going to pop. It's, it's going to pop on the ice in a beautiful way. Yeah. So, and it was like it was like in the Winter Classic with um uh with the Preds jerseys. I remember seeing them going like, oh, that's terrible. But then on the ice, I was like, actually, that's not that bad. Yeah. And everyone was saying that the Stars won that jersey battle, but whenever the game started, they said that that green and the the brown gloves didn't look good. With the with the green jerseys and on the ice it looked terrible. You're wrong, but uh, but wrong. But, but Nashville's looked better on the ice, and that's that's really what is going to determine how great these jerseys are. Is yeah. what it looks like in play. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I think that's it. I don't think I have anything else. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's it that I have on that. I know that this isn't a hockey podcast, but we don't have a whole lot to talk about this week, yeah. and I, I really wanted to dive into those retro jerseys because some of them really do look great, mm-hmm. and some of them just look awful. And it's such a shame that the stars are in the in the latter category. Yeah, but but we definitely won the uh, the the jersey game overall this off season though with those the blackouts yeah i think so that neon green is just so good man i can't wait to i cannot wait to see that on the ice it's gonna look so good i got a jamie ben jersey on the way should be here thursday i know you said you wanted a kivy ronta jersey but what we should do is we need to get we need to create our own and make it kivy ronta yeah just let the a's (laughs) just kind of trail off and like like capital letters and then like lowercase letters (laughs) (laughs) and then go down the sleeve you know what I want to do? I want to get a uh, JR is going to get this, and I'll explain it to you. I want to get. I want to make one that's a Raptor Jesus. Dude, I get that. Oh, you know, Rich, okay, yeah, Rich, Rich Peverly. Peverly. Yeah. Okay, okay. I wanted to do that for a long time, but then I was like, wait, those custom jerseys are like two hundred bucks. Yeah, I know it's so much. Nothing. But yeah, you. you get a, you get a number seventeen and make it Raptor Jesus. It's not original because uh, I went to a playoff game. One uh, against the Ducks in 2012, and someone was wearing it. It was after Game Three, and the Stars were down two nothing in the series, and they yeah. came back and like dominated Game Three. So everyone's on a high, and we're going down the <laughs> we're going down the stairwell, and I see this guy uh, wearing one that says Raptor Jesus, and that was the that wasn't long after the whole Rich Peverly thing happened. Yeah. <laughs> 
And so I don't know what got over me because uh, or what came over me. Uh, but I, I and I wasn't drunk or anything. But I just started going Raptor Jesus. Raptor Jesus and everyone in the stairwell started chanting with us. Everyone. And it was just such a moment. So I'd love to have a a Raptor Jesus stars retro jersey. That'd be great. Dude, so. dude, the custom jersey that we need to make mm. is I'm afraid and excited at the same time for what's about to come out of your mouth. Three twelve. <laughs> it just it like the number is three one two. I wonder if you can do that. I don't know. That would be fun. I don't know. But, like, the name is 312. <laughs> God, that was such a fun time, too, because we were all chanting, 312, 312. That was so much fun, New Year's Eve, man. Oh, and man. it started off so poorly, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Was... At least it started poorly for me. <laughs> you told uh, you told your girlfriend at the time, you were like, you're about to see Pouting Cameron. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think she was about to. I think she saw it. Yeah. Because I was sitting, I was sitting like on the steps because people had stolen our seats, and the usher came up to me and said, "You can't sit in the stairs." I know, yeah. Dude, I spent so much money on those tickets too. It was like twelve of us. Yeah. And I like I called them, and they they still email me saying like, "Hey, just so you know, you want to bring all your friends again?" Like they still email me, so I guess they don't <laughs> typically get big groups like that. <laughs> not for section three. Not for not for three one two, man. <laughs> I'm just telling you. Whenever we're like down in the bowl, I'm sure, uh, and dude. For those of you who are new to hockey, don't spend the big bucks to sit down in the lower no, bowl. No. It, sit on the glass once. It's just yeah, to, it's just worth to do it. To it's worth it to be once. on the glass once. But, dude, I went to a playoff game one time with my brother, and it's the playoffs. And it was the second round. It was the it was a couple years ago against the Blues uh, whenever the Stars were the best team in the Western Conference. Yeah. And I was standing up, cheering and all this stuff, and people complained that I was being too loud. Like, what? too loud. It's a playoff game. And so whenever the third period started, I stood up, and, and the, the usher told me, she goes, she goes, I'm sorry, I don't hate what you're doing. You're not being offensive or anything. I, I want to be loud with you. But the people that are sitting on the very back row, like, she told me who it was. She was like, the people that are sitting on the back row here, they, they don't like what you're doing, and you need to sit down. So whenever the third period started, I stood up, and I was like, third period tie game i'm gonna stand up and i turn around and i look at the people behind me it's like i'm gonna stand up the whole time and i turn back around and i was like dallas stars like i didn't care <laughs> they didn't complain they didn't i don't know if they left or not i didn't look at them again but i just turned around and looked at him and was like i'm gonna stand yay so it was just a lot of fun marty's on board so don't sit in the lower bowl don't ever do it if you have a chance to sit on the glass take that but yeah. really, if you're going to go to a game, whatever, everyone that sits in the upper bowl, we're all broke, and uh, but we all want to see hockey. We all want to get drunk. We want all we all want to get rowdy, and everyone's around to do that. And it's just yeah. so much more fun to sit there. And there's yeah. not a bad seat at the American Airlines Center. There just there, isn't. There, there really isn't. But if you if you're going to spend the money. Get section three twelve and chant three twelve the whole it, time. I think, I, dude, I there's think, so many. There's there's been a few different times that we've <laughs> been bored at games. Not necessarily bored, but like we made the game itself more fun because we were just being stupid. 
it was like that time that I went to the Texas Rangers game. Yeah. And uh, were you with me whenever I did this? No, but you told me about this. Okay. Uh, it was like that time I went to the Texas Rangers game with a few. Like, it wasn't, it was like me and like three or four of my, it wasn't like a big party like we had, but we were sitting up in the top and it was like a nothing game. We were sitting in, uh, we were sitting in left field at the ballpark. So the sun was shining right on us. Like, it, no one was sitting around us. But, the few people that were were very observant of what we did, and so we started going whenever the pitcher would throw it to the catcher for a pitch. Like during the game, we'd all go, and whenever the catcher would throw it back to the pitcher, we we went, and we were just we did it the whole game. We were all so <laughs> bored, and we were just sitting there just doing that. And and the people that were around us picked up on it, and they all started doing it too. And I, I they had to have heard it because it was echoing, and it was just so funny. So. That's just what we do. We, uh, we am, am I being too loud? No, no, no. I, I, I messed with it and I couldn't hear for a second. Oh, okay. Uh, but no, that, it's also like that time that, uh, that we were all, we were all drunk in right field, and uh, oh no, we weren't. We were, we were on the, uh, the, we were on the first baseline. No, I'm pretty sure we, we, we were. We were in right I, prom- field. I promise you, we weren't oh, well, right it, field. It, because... Either way, I, I was intoxicated. Yes, <clears throat> and. Um, I know if you're listening to the Drunken Fan podcast, it's a shock to hear that I was intoxicated, but I was. And uh, he's sober now. Just just in case we have new listeners yes, here, yes. we're we're sober. Or we're he's sober. I am yes. currently drinking a beer. <laughs> yes. Uh, but anyway, I uh, I don't remember what got it started, but about the second or third inning, I was talking about when I used to play in the outfield, and I would just like the chatter. Like I I was just the loudest. Chatter. Loudest person on the field at all times. What are we, rabbits? Sorry, but, but they were like, what would you yell? And I'm like, dude, just like gibberish. Just gibberish. But I would always finish it up with, yeah. And uh, they were like, what do you what do you mean? And I was like, okay, like, watch. And uh, some like it was a pitch, and I was like, are we going out? Yeah, yeah. And people just started <laughs> looking at us. And I was like, oh, I'm getting attention. I'm gonna keep doing it. So like, Dustin, I'm. Pr- I thought we were in right field because Dustin Ackley was like in front of us, and I said Dustin Ackley got a neck beard. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, because we were we were on the first base, but we were in, like it was the right field area. But anyway, like, it, yeah, it was it was funny because <laughs> then people in front of us. Every time I would do it, they would go hashtag yup. Yeah, they would yup. Somebody was like, "Hey man, I made a hashtag. How many U's are in yup?" And I said seven. And he goes, "Okay." <laughs> do you remember whenever the kid, the family in front oh, of us yeah, left? Oh yeah, yeah. The the dad stood up and he, he told his like six year old kid, "Say, say bye, bye to, to the, the jackasses. jackasses." And they go, "Bye jackasses." <laughs> Oh, dude, good times, good times. So. Yeah, so we we need to get custom jerseys for <laughs> for, the for the stars, stars the, Rangers, the Rangers, and we need to figure out how to how to do that at Cowboys and and Mavericks games. Yeah, we'll get we'll get something going. But three twelve and you, dude. Okay, so I want to share I want to share one more story here. Okay, and I know I know that we and then we and then we go into college football. Yeah, then we'll go into college football. Will you make sure that that shit's not that that shit didn't fuck up again? Um. So I can never go to a Mavericks game ever again because the last one that I went to was Vince Carter's buzzer beater against oh. the San Antonio Spurs in the playoffs, game three. And uh, we were sitting on that uh. side of the court, but we were up in the nosebleed seats. And uh, <laughs> Mating call. That's like, that's, it's, like, it's like a yawn. Us <laughs> 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 belches. Uh, <laughs> mating call. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, so um, there was a guy that was sitting in front. Uh, there was a guy that was sitting in front of us, and he was, I think, he was mentally handicapped. I, I like there. There was something. There was something not all there about him, and people around us were getting annoyed with this guy because once again he was just up making noises and just doing everything. And we, uh, my buddy and I that was with um, that was with me. He he and I were just loving this guy that was sitting in front of us. And right before that final shot, that guy stands up and goes, Vince Carter, count it, before the play even started. And then Vince Carter shoots that shot. Like while it's in the air, the buzzer goes off and whoosh, just into the net. The loudest I like place I have ever been like in my life. And it was yeah. so funny because I was sitting there and just as soon as it swoosh, I went, yeah, wait, he made it. Yeah. Like, you know, like it was just like, like it was, it was like a, uh, like it didn't click. Well, it was, it was like a, um, it was like a BF Skinner kind of thing where like, I just reacted cognitively to something. I was like, okay, it went in. I'm supposed to cheer. Yay. Wait a minute. Yeah. And so then I look over to my buddy and he's not sitting next to me anymore. I'm like, what the fuck? And I look over, and he jumped that row, and he was hugging that guy. <laughs> and he was like, you fucking called it, man. You fucking called it. And so I joined him, and we're just sitting there, just in the, we're just all jumping and screaming and stuff. It was just so fun. I don't have any fun cowboy stories. I was at the, I was at the Cowboys game where the Packers came back. Okay, I won't show that one. <laughs> I've only ever I've only ever been to one Cowboys game. It was a preseason game. And um I know why they say don't sit like too close at football games now cuz we were on the second row on the 50-yard line. And this was at, was this was Texas Stadium or was this This Jerry's was Texas World? Texas Stadium. Okay. It, I was in like 3rd grade. And um I remember the whole time thinking I can't see over Tim Brown. <laughs> okay. That was it. Like we were sitting like basically on the field, yeah, watching the jumbo truck. Well, and see, that's all you do now yeah. at Jerry's World, no matter where you sit. Yeah, is you just look at that. You just look at that jumbotron. So that's why I'm not really gonna go to too many Cowboys games, just because if I'm gonna watch TV, I'm gonna watch it at home. Yeah, and I don't have to spend seventy dollars to park and twelve dollars for a sixteen ounce beer. You know, it's just mm-mm, yeah. Mm-mm. yeah. Yeah. So no, no fun stories about the Cowboys. It just uh, since we're since we were sharing stories, I wanted to share that Vince Carter story. It's, that's, it's that's one of my one. favorite memories. So that was, a, that was a good one. Thanks for letting us derail there. Hopefully, y'all enjoyed that because I just think that sharing these stories is what makes doing podcasts so much fun. You don't hear that stuff on TV or on the radio. Oh, yep, yep. Three, one, two. All right. So you want to go ahead and talk about a uh, really an exciting week in college football for the Big 12, even though only two teams were playing. Yes, West Virginia and TCU, that one got out of hand, but we kind of, yeah. it's well, and it's so funny because I talked myself myself out of picking West Virginia last week. Yeah. You know, I, I was I was all dead set to pick West Virginia, and I, I talked myself out of it, and I, odds are, or not odds are, like, because the score's right here in front of me, but it's just <laughs> obviously, yes, I should not have talked myself out of that, so. Nope. But we can talk about the really exciting game. Go ahead. But yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's like a new tradition. I don't ever do that anywhere but here. But 
if we ever come out with merchandise, we need to just come out with a shirt that just says butt. <laughs> Dude, no, no. stars jersey, number 312, name is butt. Name is, no. Lowercase with a period. Dude, see, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> what we need to do is we need to have like a regular butt on the front, and then on the back of it, it's a it's a tiny butt. <laughs> But, but, all right. So, but that that Baylor Texas Tech game, man, that really came down obviously to the wire. But did you watch it at all? I did not, but I did see that hit. Oh, oh, and that saved the game. It too. did. What did. a fucking hit that here's, was. At here's the goal a fun line. fact that's uh, you made out with your sister, man. Yeah, oh, Fromers, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> uh, fun fact. That was Schooler. Mm-hmm. Uh, his brother plays for the Longhorns. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. Yeah, they both transferred whenever the Pac-12 wasn't going to be able to, uh, didn't look like they were going to play. Yeah. And they were like, oh, well, you can transfer. And uh, they they were going to go to the same school. No, they, they ha- had both transferred to the same school. I think it was, I don't, I don't remember, it was like Arizona State or something like that. And then when, uh, when the Pac-12 said that they weren't going to have a season you know they're like if you can transfer again and and uh one brother went to texas tech the other brother went to tech yeah i remember i remember whenever uh i remember whenever he decided to come to texas tech i didn't realize he had a brother yep. i just remember i'm sorry i just remember seeing that he did that he was transferring um yeah did, but you didn't watch the game at all no, I didn't. So the one thing that hit is what I wanted to talk about first, and we've already kind of we already kind of dis- discussed that. And I mean, if you have not seen the highlight, stop listening to this podcast right now and go watch that hit because, my God, what not not even just Dude, it's it's hard to like because there's so many moving bodies. Yeah, it's hard there's, to really. Describe it's hard what to happened, really. Yeah. It's hard to really really see it at first go. It's that second angle where you watch. The dude's yeah. head snap, yeah. and you go, "Oh, yeah!" And it was clean. And, and then, and then you go back and you watch the original angle, and you're like, "Dude, that's at like the half yard yes, line." I know, and it's, oh. it's just even before the game was over with, they, uh, they, um, uh, the score app sent me a notification saying, "Hey, if you haven't seen this hit, check it out." So they they knew even in that moment before the game was decided that they knew that first of all the hit it was inc- decided. First, <laughs> nice. That's I think that's the first league reference that we've done on this podcast, which is surprising. That is surprising. Yeah. Corn dog, corn, clean. Corn dog, corn dog, corn no, dog, corn dog. No, we've done that before. Did we? Okay. I yeah. know we told the corn dog story. Okay, so yeah, I guess we would have had to have done that then. So um but after that hit, there was a moment where <laughs> it was right at the very end of the game and Texas Tech was down two. And oh, and and they took they they put Alan Bowman back in the game. Yeah. So it's, I don't get that move. I don't, I don't, I don't get I don't that move. It. I mean, this is why Texas Tech is only has three wins on the season all year. So it's just a, like I don't get it. Um, and, and Alan Bowman did not look good until that final drive. That final drive, like he really did take over, and he quarterbacked that drive all the way down that field. But there was a play right before – like. Alan Bowman throws a pass. I don't even remember which wide receiver it was, but oh no 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 no! It was a handoff. It was a handoff, and he had he uh, the running back had 
uh, it was a run to the right, and he was running, and he cuts back to the left, and he w- could walk into the end zone at that point. And there was like a minute 20 left on the clock, and I'm sitting here watching it like, okay, cool, like go score because Baylor's not going to go down and score a touchdown in uh-huh. that amount of time. He slides at the fucking five-yard line, and I'm watching it going, ah, dude, well, you no, know go you know in the end zone. What you the know fuck are you doing? You know what's funny is uh, basically the same play, same running back, Against Texas, ran into the end zone. Yeah. That's what gave them enough time to come back. I know, but you're not playing Texas here. I know. You're playing Baylor. And one I know. thing one thing that did look weird, <laughs> and I know that it was different last year too, because they played they played in Waco. But Texas Tech and Baylor over the past ten years, not including last year, has always played at AT&T Stadium. And yeah, it's it's yeah, it's not like that they changed it this year because of the coronavirus pandemic. It was different last year too. I just didn't realize it until I was watching. And now that it was at AT and T Jones Stadium this year, I was watching it going, "Wait, that's weird." Like it was weird to see Baylor in Lubbock. Like it just it just was because over the last ten years, it's just always been Texas Tech Baylor. Last game of the year, can't hold anything back in <clears throat> in Arlington. Like that's just the way that it was. So that was that was weird to see first of all, but. Whenever that happened and he slid down at the five, I went, oh, no. Because this this kicker, <laughs> this was his first week as the starting kicker. And he came in and looked great. Like, he made four field goals. Like, good on him. And he made long, like 48, 47-yard field goals. Mm-hmm. But this was setting up for him to miss this one. You know, yeah. and they, they end up driving it down to, like, the – like the three-yard line or something. So it's pretty much a, an extra point in college. And I'm sitting here watching this – watching this game unfold and I'm going, "Oh my god, he's going to miss it." And then they're going to lose to Baylor. But obviously he kicks it and makes it. And I mean, it, it like this was and the announcer said it several times throughout the game, but that was Big 12 football. Yeah. They didn't score as much as I thought that they were going to, and they were actually closer to your wheelhouse. Uh-huh. Uh I can't remember exactly what your score I... prediction was, but it was it was close. It, it was, was close. It was it, like it was, 24 to 24 to 21 or something is what you said. No, I said uh I said 28 to 31. I said 45 to 38 is what I said. Yeah. And I said, so it just I said 28 31. So I was wrong on that one but Did you pick Tech? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So did we have any differing pick, picks last week? We both picked West No, you talked yourself yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, no, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. You picked West Virginia, I picked TCU. So I mean, it is what it is, you know. And I mean, but that that game, Texas Tech and Baylor, that's what I thought TCU and Texas Tech was going to be like. Watching that game, it was it was very entertaining. And I'm sorry if anyone missed it because man, that was a that was it had everything: defensive stops, field goals, touchdowns. Like it was it was just it was it was a perfect football game. And it's such a shame that it happened between Texas Tech and Baylor because if this was LSU Alabama, then they would still be talking about it in ten years. You know, it's just so. What a shame! Uh, but good on Texas Tech. Like they're not they're not going down, they're not going down without a fight. And it could have been real easy for them to pack it in, especially last week. It's just it was good to see that they kind of found themselves again this week. So we'll see what happens uh, going forward. Uh, I mean, they're still bowl eligible, but I just don't see it happening. Not with their remaining schedule. So we'll we'll see what happens. So moving. You uh, do you have anything else you want to add for this week, or do you want to move on to next week? No, let's go on to next week. All right, cool. Go ahead and go ahead and get us started here. So the first game of the Big Twelve next week is at three thirty. Boy, this is going to be a nail biter. Yeah, it's Texas versus Kansas. You, here's the thing: you say that. If this was basketball, I'd be excited. 
you you say that. You say things. <laughs> a Texas won on a waf- walk-off field goal last year. A what? A waf? A wafak. A wafak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Calm down, Jeffries. <laughs> yeah, but that's how every that's how every oh, Texas fan felt watching it. Just, oh, wafak. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was uh, a, a walk-off field goal last year. Yeah, but this is not the, I you could argue that this team has something that uh, this team has something to fight for this year. I don't they didn't they weren't really fighting for much last year, right? Uh, at that point it was I think it was fairly early in the season that uh, at that point, but I I could be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Anyway. That's one of those games that Texas fans want to forget. Kansas will remember it forever. You remember that time? Yeah. We almost beat Texas at football. <laughs> yeah, it's that. It's that. And, uh, hey, you remember when we got Charlie Strong fired? Yeah. Like, yeah. But but then Texas fans turn around and say, thank you. Yeah, of course. Of course. he's already been fired from his next job. No, uh, he's still at. No. Really? He what got, happened? He got fired. When? Last year. Oh, okay. Yeah. What, he was Central Florida? Uh, South Florida. South Florida. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he wouldn't. No, yeah. Central Florida's always doing great things right i mean for central florida yeah they're always that team that's undefeated at the end of the year crying saying that they deserve their shot right yeah then they get put up against like boise state and the outback bowl and then get the shit kicked out of them yeah so we'll see uh anyway texas i'm I'm sorry texas is 29 and a half point favorites honestly i don't think they cover i think they win i don't think they cover what what about Kansas, who has not won a game all year? What what gives you the confidence in Kansas that they're actually going to be able to <clears throat> cover that? I know that that's not asking a whole lot. Like, don't lose by thirty fucking points. But other than <clears throat> excuse me, I mean they lost they lost forty seven to fourteen to Baylor. Yeah, uh, the, Kansas put up twenty two points on Iowa State, fourteen points on Kansas State. 17 on West Virginia, only seven against uh, Oklahoma State, but they, they keep That's... they keep putting up more points than I expect they would, except for against Oklahoma. But I mean, or Oklahoma State, yeah, or Oklahoma State, or That's Baylor, true. or Kansas State. I mean, it really okay. the only game there, that uh, really... there have been a couple of games. Kansas State and I I didn't expect them to score two touchdowns against Kansas State. Yeah, but we also talked about <clears> how the. Uh, the game against Iowa State, whenever they put up twenty-two points, like that, last minute of the game, they score a touchdown, go for two, and get it. So I mean, it was just it was a garbage time touchdown. So That's really, true. really, they only put up fourteen points against uh, uh, against Iowa State. They just they just at the end of the game, probably whenever they've pulled a, a good bit of their starters at that point, they were able to put up a a touchdown and a two was, point conversion on their B team. It was with. Seven and a half minutes left, and then Iowa State scored another fourteen. Oh, was that okay? Okay, that. I'm sorry, I, I must have misread it then because I remember <laughs> talking about this. I thought it was, I thought it was a last minute touchdown. No, that uh, it doesn't matter. <clears throat> I mean, I think it does. If we're gonna, if we're gonna talk about this, I mean, if that, I'm wrong, then I need to know. That brought them to within. Let's see, fifty-two minus fourteen. Doing math right now is, but they had thirty. It was thirty-eight to twenty-two at that point. Yeah, so twenty-two. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Never mind. Yeah, that game was closer than than I realized. So yeah, that's that's my bad. 
So, but really, okay, but that's only against Iowa State, though. That's true. All but, the rest of these games. But and and if they do, if they don't, I know that you're trying to butt here. But if if Texas doesn't cover, then I just don't understand like what. I don't understand any kind of optimism going forward for this team. Well, the the thing is that uh, the the knock on Tom Herman. I know I defended him tooth and nail last week, but the knock on Tom Herman always is that he play their his teams play to to their competition. So you look at the you look at uh, the game against TCU and you go, how the hell did they lose to TCU? You know what I mean? And they've got a big game against Iowa State in two weeks. Right. So there is a chance that they could probably overlook this. Oh. <clears throat> but, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to derail you. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. And that's the knock, is that Tom Herman teams, when they are the favorite, have a tendency of uh, not... They have a tendency of letting people back in or letting people into games that they shouldn't be in. No offense to Texas Tech, but that's a that's another example of that game like it was getting out of hand and it should not have been getting out of hand. If you look at their records, Texas is, is the better football team, but in that game they weren't playing like they were the better football team. And that's the knock on on Tom Herman's teams is that when they are clearly the better team, they don't play like it. Yeah, but I don't think, dude. In all honesty, I, I, don't, I mean, I'm, I don't I'm think not Texas, saying I'm not saying they're gonna lose. I'm saying I don't no, think I know, they would I know, win oh, by yeah, thirty. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. I, I get that, but still, like that's what makes college football so exciting is that it's not just about winning the games like in the NFL. It's about how dominant you look whenever you play the teams that you should dominate, and I get that. Yeah. Um, and that's that's not a knock on college football. That's just the way it's run there, and they try and do everything that they can to separate themselves from the NFL. Anything that anytime the NFL changes its rules or college football changes their rules, they're both looking at trying to, okay, well, how can we not do what the other side has done? And I get that. And that's fine. College and the NCAA has done a good job of establishing that with its football core. The um shit, I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> shit. Like I like I like there was like there was a point that I was gonna have because of that and while I was talking in the middle of it, that's why I talked longer than I should have, because I had forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> All right, proceed. <laughs> I just I don't think they cover. I think they win. I think they I know what I was gonna say. I think they win by three touchdowns, but I don't think they cover. Mm. I think that game against Texas Tech for Texas, I, 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 and I'm not just saying this because I am a Texas Tech fan. I think with how it, how it, how it went down is, uh, I think Texas Tech lost rather than Texas winning. Right. So that's, like, that's and, what I, and that that's strengthens what I, that strengthens your yeah, argument. That's what I get. That. Yeah, it wasn't. But it, the way that you were sounding was like it's like well. I mean, the Texas Tech game, like, Texas didn't play to their full potential. It's like, that, they didn't. I mean, that might be true, but I think that Texas Tech did a good job of shutting them down, though. Like, it wasn't just, it wasn't just Texas. Except for the last three minutes. I know, and that that was huge. And I'm not trying to sit there yeah. and try and be braggadocious. You no, can't I know, brag I know. about I, a game that you lost. I know, I know, I know. I, but, that, but, but that's what I'm saying is, like, this is the team that, you know, almost lost to, T, uh, almost lost to Tech. And... It was like, wow, you shouldn't have been that close with Tech. And then turn around and do lose to TCU. Granted, the officiating was horrible, but officiating or not, how do you lose to TCU? And then turn around 
And yeah, at the time, Oklahoma had lost two straight, and you were like, oh, shit, Oklahoma's not going to be any good. But now they're those are the only two games the games that they've lost, and they're they're ranked in the top twenty five again. And Texas takes them to fucking quadruple overtime. It's like how do you lose to TCU and then take Oklahoma to quadruple overtime? It's because you you I mean it's you could you could argue that they were overlooking TCU because because Oklahoma was next week, and that shit happens all the time in college yeah. football. I don't care I don't care <clears throat> yeah in what conference you play. Right, like that shit happens all the time. So right. I, I don't know it's, if that's it's, a it's 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 the pattern though with with Tom Herman. The games are always closer than they should be. I mean, do you think Urban Meyer would allow for that shit? I don't know. I'm just well, saying. No, he wouldn't. I'm just saying it's the it's the pattern is that the games are always closer than they should be. Yeah. No. I, and I don't think Urban Meyer's <laughs> coming to Texas. I just wanted to throw that in there again because we 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 yeah. we discussed that a bunch last week. Yes. <laughs> So, I mean, it's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I agree with you. So, I mean, Texas obviously wins. I think that they, if they want to be taken seriously this year, I think that uh, they, they, I think that they have to cover, and I think that they will. You think they will? I think they will. I think, I think that they've been embarrassed already this year with Tech and uh, TCU, and I think that they don't want to come out and win a nail biter to Kansas or even just beat them by like, a touchdown or ten points or something like that. Like you don't, you don't want that but to be hanging over your head. That's the thing. They they didn't beat Baylor by more than ten points. I know, but Baylor. Or, puts well, up, no, it was eleven points, I think. But still. I know, but Baylor still. There, I bet you the spread in that game wasn't fucking thirty points either. That's true. So I and Baylor can put up a fight. I know that their record doesn't show it, but every not every game, but a lot of games that Baylor has played this year, they've really they've been close. They've been close. Baylor has a really, really, really good. Not a really good, but they they have a better team than their record states. You yeah. know, and it's it's yeah. it's such a shame because they're just surrounded by. Other teams that are just a yeah, little you, bit better. You pin you pin the one and five Baylor against the zero oh and seven Kansas Jayhawks. They're gonna they're gonna be and them. and you're like yeah Baylor's gonna wipe the floor. With yeah, them. absolutely. And you but see but that's the thing though is that it's weird that you won't say that about Texas. So I I don't know if that's just you being an overly cautious fan, possibly, or if it's or if it's something that Texas might have. Maybe Texas is writing too much on their name right now because if this same team in Austin was maybe located somewhere else, like in Fort Worth or in Lubbock or in Oklahoma or something like that, maybe those team that maybe this team isn't as revered. Maybe the point spread is giving this team more of a chance. By its name alone. Oh, you're you're saying you're saying the the spread is accounting for Texas reputation and history. Yeah. So I don't. So once again, yeah. I don't know if it's if it's you <clears throat> being an overly cautious fan or if this spread is just a little bit more indicative of just the name Texas. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. Once again, like you can't. I don't know. We're here to speculate. <laughs> no. To which one? Yes. All right. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> so I think anyway, that, anyway, I think it's not I, it's I not a Longhorns podcast. I know it's not, but still, like, what else are we going to talk about here? Like, this is <laughs> K State, Iowa State, dude. We fucking we just went through the Mavs, Rangers, and uh, and the Cowboys in like five minutes. So we we need to cover something here. So dude, yeah. I think I th- we're already at like an hour and a half. I know it's fine. Uh, it's just, fine. Done, that, that's done, a done, short done. podcast for us. I know. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right. So Kansas State and Iowa State, which. This was that game, man. We've been talking Dude, for so long that I this know. was that matchup that I could not wait for, and now Kansas State has just shit the bed and has fallen outside of the top 25. 
yeah, they, I mean, they have three losses. K-State, uh, Iowa State has two losses. <clears throat> I mean, and they're, they're coming in on a two-game losing streak to West I, Virginia and Oklahoma State. So those it's not like the, they being Kansas State. Uh, Kansas yeah. State is coming in on a two-game losing streak to West Virginia and Oklahoma State, which that's – it's hundred and eighty-two dollars. That's nothing to sneeze at. There, it's like it's not like that. Uh, it's not like that they lost to Baylor and Kansas here. It's uh, those are two teams that are really fighting in the Big Twelve. And I honestly think that if this was the SEC, I think that Kansas State and West Virginia would probably be ranked in the top twenty-five right now. Yeah, I, re- I really maybe not Kansas <clears throat> probably, State. Not at a f- dude. If it was the SEC, yeah, of course, maybe not. Of course, three. it would be. They'd probably be twenty-five. But if this was the SEC, know. of course, people would be making excuses but, about but how they you, lost uh, Alabama and fucking LSU. No, no, because because Iowa State and no, K-State no, both— No, no, <laughs> no. Iowa Sorry. State and K-State both have embarrassing losses that started the year. Yes, but we talked about the um, uh, the Iowa State loss at the beginning of the year. Like, that team lost to Florida Gulf Coast or Coastal no, Carolina? No, or no. Or was no. that Kansas State that had no, that loss? It was, it was it was Kansas State lost to Arkansas State, who lost to Coastal Carolina, who is yes. in the top twenty-five. So it's yes. not like that. I mean, I know that they, but it, that that loss to Coastal Carolina, it makes a lot more sense now that that team would lose to them. Is that still an embarrassing loss? Yes, but it wasn't like that team beat Kansas State and then went and lost to some nobody Coastal Carolina team. Like yeah. it's just they went yeah, and played but, a team that's but, ranked higher in any, Kansas State. Anyway, no, I, 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 that's all I'm saying is I don't know. I don't know if K State makes it in because of that. You know what I mean? If like, they were in the SEC, I bet you anything Kansas State, they would at least be considered more so than they would be now. Like, as soon as Kansas State loses to West Virginia, like, boom, you're out. Boom, you're out. Like, But if you're in the SEC and you lose to Alabama, they'd be sitting there going like, oh, well, it was Alabama, you know? And I'm not trying to compare West Virginia to Alabama, but I'm just, okay, then maybe Alabama's the wrong comparison there. Yeah. If they lose to... Tennessee... No, no, <laughs> no. I, I'm talking about a respected university here. Like, if they lost to, like, Auburn yeah, or something like that, people would look at that and say, yeah, they lost, but it was still uh, – yeah, they lost 37-10, to 10, but it was to Auburn. You know, like, it's, it's the SEC, and we know how to play football here. And SEC's kind of adopting more of a Big 12 mentality here this year because everyone's scoring like nothing. But anyway – uh, so I, that's all I'm trying to say here is I think that this game would be a little bit more interesting if these were two SEC teams that yeah. have the same kind of track record. Yeah, at, at this point, I think it's it's a fairly clear uh, choice, though, who's going to win. I mean, Iowa State's a double-digit favorite, <coughs> and it's not yeah. even like it's 10.5 or 11.5 yeah. points. Well, it's there, 11. Iowa State's one loss since losing to the University of Louisiana, Raging Cajuns was to Oklahoma State, and it was by three points. Yeah, right, right, right. So, I mean, obvi- oh, God, obviously the team that you <clears throat> want to pick is Iowa State. And we're not going off of the spread here. We're just we're just doing it straight up. But uh, hold on, we're flipping off this cat. It's and then he goes away every time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I keep hitting my. Yeah, it's fine. Was that me? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry, dude. It's fine. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I like I obviously I, I know that I just made a case for Kansas State, but I'm picking Iowa State here. Yeah, and I I think Iowa State covers the eleven and uh, the eleven points. Ah, uh, 
nope, nope, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk myself out of it this time because if, <laughs> if I'm wrong, then that means we've got a good game. So I'm gonna I, I I still think Iowa State comes in and covers, and I just think that this game was just a huge anticlimactic build to a game that's not even gonna be as good as we thought it was going to be. They even are who even we thought they were. Even three weeks ago, like we were sitting there looking at this circle in this game, being like, this might be the Big Twelve championship right here. Yeah. And but here's not the so thing. much anymore. Here's the thing. Iowa State though. Iowa State, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and Texas, all four control their destiny. If any one of those teams wins that. out, I hate that saying. But any if any one of those four teams wins out, they're playing for the Big Twelve championship. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I think so. It's just it, the the other thing that really, just because I know we talk about this all the time, but it's in Ames. Yep. And and everyone struggles in Ames. Yep. I don't care who you are. Yep. Whether uh, you're whether you're I'm, Rice or you're fucking Oklahoma, like everyone struggles at Ames. It's right. just it's just it's just, weird, it's just the way that it is. Weird things happen. Eh. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> that's why I'm glad the game next week against Texas is at Texas. But anyway, um, yeah, I think I think they cover as well. I think Iowa State wins this one decisively. <clears throat> uh, you think decisively, like more than the spread? Like how how big are you thinking here? I know you're not predicting think, the score, but I it just... I I think I think they go up big and they they keep a double digit lead through the whole game. Okay. <clears throat> like I wouldn't be surprised if it started fourteen to nothing and then it ended up, you know, like thirty five twenty. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 and you've been pretty fucking close with these predictions too. So, I, I just, it's hard for me to go against that. But I, yeah, I, I don't know if it's going to be that big of a spread, but I do still think that they cover. And I, I think that it's just this game has been building and building and building to it, and I just think it's just going to fall. Fl- I think it's just going to fall flat. Yeah. <clears throat> but here's the game that we thought was going to be Iowa State Kansas, that PM game here. This is that game that's yes, going to be, oh man, how much fun is this going to be to watch? Not only the fact that it's two top 25 teams, not only is it between two teams that are still vying for the Big 12, championship, Big 12 championship, but the funny thing is, is that Oklahoma is fourth in the Big 12 whenever it comes to records here, and Oklahoma State is second like whenever it comes to the ranking systems. So it's it's funny to see that. <clears throat> and uh, I, I think that Oak, and, and it's 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 at Norman, so Oklahoma already has that kind of advantage. They also have the advantage of being Oklahoma. Yeah. So it's it, like really, it's set up right now for Oklahoma State to have this big grandiose opportunity and to fail. It it really <clears throat> is like that's how fate is kind of setting this up here. It's like it's building up to this big moment, and can Oklahoma State do it? They're they're ranked higher than Oklahoma, and this is their year, and they don't have to play second fiddle to Oklahoma anymore. And well, it's setting but up they're for not them favorite. To... They're not favorite. I know. I know they're not. Whoa! <clears throat> what what just happened? I don't know. Sorry. You're fine. Uh, I know. I know they're, they're not favorite. Oklahoma is favorite, and they're they're favored pretty sizably here too. At seven, not six and a half, not seven and a half. So like they like I like anytime I don't see a half like that's that's a huge sign to me that Vegas doesn't think that it's really going to be that close. Or not not that close, but they really don't think it's going to be that score there. Like if they if they pick 7 points on the nose, 
they're expecting pop, like possibly a push or more than that. Yeah, like they're they're think- not they're not expecting any they're not expecting it to be that close. So I I say all that to kind of build to this to my prediction is I think Oklahoma State wins. Okay. I think Oklahoma this is that moment for this team and I think they know it. The coaching staff knows it, the players know it, the university knows it, the boosters know it. Like it's one of those things where there's going to be all this moment not momentum but this pressure and sometimes pressure <clears throat> can be a bad thing. I think in this moment especially with it being at Norman like they're not surrounded by anyone that supports them here. Of course, there's going to be Oklahoma State fans there, but this is going to be in Norman. There's not going to be any fans there. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, no, there there will be. Will there be? Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, regardless, it's it's not going to be like it's a full stadium and it's going to yeah. be peppered with. <clears throat> yeah. Like it's just. But the people that will be there will be mostly backing Oklahoma. And I think that I think Oklahoma State's going to use that, and they're going to use that kind of pressure, and they're going to use it to their advantage. So I really do think Oklahoma State wins this game, and I think that I do think it's going to be tight, tight, tighten it back up. I think it's if I think that the final score is going to be twenty four to twenty one. I think it's going to be twenty four twenty one, Oklahoma State. <clears throat> I. It wouldn't surprise me if it was lower. Really? To be honest with you, I think that I'm like stretching, just because it's Big Twelve football and defense is an afterthought. It would not surprise <clears throat> me if both of these defenses lock up because this is one of those games where like defense is going to whoever gets that first big stop is going to win this game. And I think that this I think that the defenses know that and I think that the defenses are going to step up their game a little more. So it wouldn't surprise me if it was less. I'm just picking a higher scoring game just because it is the Big 12. I don't think that's a higher scoring game. No, I know no no, it's a higher scoring game than I really honestly think like Oh, it's higher than you think it'll be. Yeah, that I, I think it's higher than I than than I think it will be. But I'm gonna pick 24-21 just because that's more of the Big 12's kind of mo. But it would not surprise me if it was like 17-13 or something like that. Well, I disagree. I think it's going to be a higher scoring game. Um, I think <clears throat> I think that Spencer uh, Spencer Rattler comes out and shows out. Um, I think there's a there's a lot of people that are maybe spec. Well, not necessarily a lot of people, but the Texas fan in me looks at how he played earlier in the season and, and wants to think that this moment gets a little too big for him. I don't know, man. I don't I don't think it does. I think he plays a really good game, but I think it's going to come down to who has the ball last. <clears throat> and in that moment, I cannot bet against... Like, if it's coming down to who has the ball last, I can't bet against Chua Hubbard and... Uh, uh, Gundy, Mike Gundy. I can't. I just can't. Been bit by that too many times. Yeah, but see, but here's the thing. <clears throat> but what this is what I'm saying is, I th- no, I know. I think it's gonna end up being forty-two to forty-three. I think Mike Gundy goes for two to win the game, and I think they win. <laughs> I'm okay. serious. Okay. No, no, they I did know, it. I they know, did it to Texas. Yeah, I know. They did I it know. to Texas two years ago. Like I, I think he does it, man. See, here's the thing. Are you? I'm sorry. Are you done? No. Yeah. That's. Okay. Yeah, I'm done. Here's the thing. 
Here are all the opponents' totals for Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Zero for most State U. I don't know who the fuck that is. Missouri State. Yeah. Yeah, Missouri State. So zero. Yep. Then Kansas State scores 35. Iowa State scores 30. Texas gets 45. Quadruple overtime, I understand that, but still. Uh, TCU gets 14, so hmm. yeah. Texas Tech puts up 28. I know they lost 62 to 28, but Texas Tech puts up 28 without Allen Bowman, you know, and uh, then Kansas puts up nine. So those are like Kansas and TCU, like you expect them to not put up big numbers. Mm-hmm. But any other team that they've played this year, because whenever they played Kansas State, that was a close game. Uh, whenever it comes to like the rankings, because Kansas State was, I know that they're just coming off of that <clears> loss, <throat> and they wanted to come out and they really wanted to put up big numbers, mm-hmm. and they did it against Oklahoma's defense. Mm-hmm. Iowa State puts up thirty, Texas puts up forty-five, Texas Tech puts up twenty-eight. So there, Oklahoma's defense does not step up at all. Here is the opponent's totals from Texas uh, from Oklahoma State: seven, thirteen, seven, twenty-one, thirty-four, eighteen. So it's like their defense has a better track record. Yeah. Of stopping teams. I know that it's only Tulsa, West Virginia, Kansas. Iowa State put up 21 on Oklahoma State. But, I mean, Iowa State is really that good. And it was in Ames. So that was another one of those things where it's like Iowa State puts up big numbers against a team that they really – like maybe this year you can kind of see it happening, but they really should not have put up that much against Oklahoma State. Mm Mm-hmm. And then Texas puts up 34, and I know that that's a respectful— Texas, yeah. Texas put up 41. Texas won Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. I had that backwards. Yeah, Texas put up 41, and <clears throat> I understand that. And then Kansas State—wait. Uh, what is? That? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. And Kansas State puts up 18, and yeah. they just barely win that game. But my point is here is that Oklahoma State tends to play better on defense whenever it comes to the point totals. I know that their competition has not been as tough— as Oklahoma's, but their defense has a better track record than Oklahoma's does. I know. And and Kansas State will Kansas State Kansas State, I'm sorry. Oh, we keep talking about Kansas State Iowa State and that was all, that was the one I was so excited about, but now we're talking about the two teams that everyone yep. knew that would be in this situation and you're just kind of like, wah, wah. "Whoa. Different cat." <laughs> oh, he's squishy. Oh, squish. Well, <laughs> I don't know what he's seeing, but my God, is he just enthralled. Like, it's freaking him out a little bit. He sees a bug. Where? I don't know, but yeah. he sees one. Yeah, I don't look at <laughs> Oh, he found it. <laughs> I got to get up here and see what Roscoe was seeing. Anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> Squirrel. <laughs> So I mean, it's I mean, we'll 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 see what happens, and I I just don't think I think you have. But once again, you've been right with all of this, and I have not been. So it's I, I, I just think it's going to be closer. I just think that the rivalry is going to be – it's it's just going to be very palpable Yeah. for this game. And it's such a shame that there's not going to be fans in the stands because it's always Oklahoma, Texas, Oklahoma, Texas, Oklahoma, Texas. Oklahoma State's never really involved in controlling their own destiny as much as I hate that saying. But I just I, I this is going to be an exciting game. It's going to be fun to watch, and I I just I, I I hope that the defense can step up because the 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 lights are going to be shining brightest here, and it would be nice if the Big Twelve can kind of step up and say, yes, we can play offense, but we can also do it on the other side of the ball too. Yeah. <clears throat> so I uh, maybe maybe my pick is more. 
hopeful for the Big Twelve at, at like a big picture kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'll, and I'm sure I'll be wrong. Uh, but I mean, I mean, I'm picking Oklahoma State to win as well. No, I know you are. But, I know you, but I think it'll be a, I think it'll be a toss up. For yeah, real. Well, I twenty four twenty one. It's not like I'm picking them to win big. Like that's still going to be a toss up, and it's yeah, still. Yeah, I'm, I'm literally picking a two point conversion you're to picking, end the game. Yeah, I know, I know, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. And you're picking a shootout too, which is very Big Twelve esque. You know, like it's it's just the way that it goes. And so I just. I can just see Oklahoma State's defense stepping up whenever it needs to be. And I don't think it's going to I, – like, I could still see it being a whoever has the ball last kind of thing, but I, I think that there's going to be more to it. Yes, is it going to come down to maybe a last-second field goal for Oklahoma State? Sure. But I think that there's going to be things that get lost throughout the history of college football. I think there are going to be defensive stops in this game that are going to be huge for Oklahoma State and getting that win. Uh-huh. But it's not going to be something that's going to make the it's not going to be something that's going to make the headlines in the newspaper the next day. It's just going to be the little things, the unappreciated things about football that happen thousands of times every Saturday and Sunday and Friday night in high school and all that stuff well, that just get lost. It's it's so people people bag on the Big Twelve for quote unquote not playing defense, right? But they they play defense. It's just defense necessarily looks different in the Big Twelve. Stops, what stops? Like, stops are turnovers. You have to be much more aggressive on defense in the Big 12 because you're you're going to give up explosive plays. You're going to give up points. The way that you get stops is to generate turnovers. And I'm not saying this to pick at old wounds here, but look at what happened between Texas Tech and Texas in yeah. 2008. Yeah. Oh, what's his name? Yeah. What's his name? Drop the pick. Blake Gideon. Yeah, and then he got one the next year. That was yeah. so funny whenever it happened because that next year he gets the pick and falls to the ground and everyone on the sideline, on Texas' sideline, was like, oh, yeah, he got it, he got it. Oh, I can't believe he got it, you know? So it was – Yeah. And, and that dropped pick cost them that game, cost them the national championship that year, you know? And that's the stop that you need. And, yes, stops – Stops on defense are a broad term here. Everyone thinks mm-hmm. of stops and you get three and outs or they they don't convert on a long third down and then they have to punt it because they're on the other side of the 50. It's just not the way that it works in the Big 12. No. That's just not the way it works because the only way you can get stops is to literally pry the football away from them mm-hmm. and give it back to your offense. Yeah. Which is fine. That's I mean, still you, football. You look, at, you look at why Texas won against Oklahoma State. Four turnovers. Yeah. Yeah, they, and that, they was, generated that was the, four turnovers. Wasn't that the only the only part that of the game the that they won? That was the only major statistic yeah. that they won. Yeah, major statistic. Thank you so much. Uh, that and points. Well, duh. Yeah, but four turnovers. Yeah, that's, so that's that's the difference between winning and losing here. And I, it's yeah. just I get I like I get that I do, and I'm not saying that everyone's going to go out and fumble the ball and throw interceptions. It's not very likely. That's why my pick of just being 24-21 is not very likely. Likely, but whenever I, I just, I just once again, I can't explain it. You just have a, I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's fine. I can't explain it. You just have feelings in sports all the time, and sometimes those yeah. feelings work. And I like, I just, I just think that that's just what's going to happen this week, and I'm hopeful that that's what's going to happen this week. Yeah, I mean, I think it would be, I think it's going to be an exciting game either way. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. oh um, yeah, of course. You don't ever turn. You don't. If you hear of a game that might end with a 43 to 42 and a two point conversion at the end of the game wins it. Like you don't ever turn that down. That's always more exciting than a yeah. than a defensive oh, yeah. first football game. So But <laughs> I just part of me is like 
I know I put the pick in a couple of weeks ago for it to be Texas Oklahoma again, which would mean that Oklahoma wins this game. And I think that is a distinct possibility. You're doing it wrong. I'm sorry. I know that you were you were doing a rant there. I was trying to do it for you. I just don't know your password. You were close. And now I know it. Okay, good. I just I'm sorry. I just want to make sure that it's still recording. Don't say yeah. It's still recording. Like you're super sure. Like that one time we were. No, no, no. I'm it's saying yes that because it, I. It'll stop. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I said yeah because I was looking at it and knew. Yes, it's still recording. Oh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Any. There was a little bit of a smug. Anyway. Comment there. Anyway. All right, go on. Uh, like, so I, I, I know I picked Oklahoma and Texas to face off again. Both at eight and two, which would mean that Oklahoma has to win this game. Yeah, and honestly, I really do think it would be a toss. I, I do think it's going to be a toss up. I don't know. There's just there's just part of me that's like Mike Gundy is a is a madman, and if there's anybody who's going to exploit uh, freshman quarterbacks' weaknesses, it's going to be him. I think Spencer Rattler does have a really good game, but I think there's going to be one or two turnovers that are on him that are going to be the difference. I mean, obviously he's going to have a good game if you think that they're going to be putting up 40-plus points. So, I mean, not necessarily. They they have some really good running backs. I know, I know, but still you can't – like you're not going to put up 42 points with just your running game. Not in the Big 12. Yeah, yeah. Defensive scores, special teams. I know. I, mean, you, I know. You can get there, but I know. I just, I just don't. If your quarterback has like a shit game, though, in the Big Twelve, like it's oh, just, so. Yeah. That's why I say obviously he's going to have a good game. Yeah. Otherwise, you get Charlie Brewer versus Max Duggan. Oh man. What? What? What a game. <laughs> so, yeah, Big Twelve. Uh, I haven't, I haven't tallied up our records yet. We'll have that next week, unless you have them. Uh. No, I, you don't have them. <laughs> so we'll, we'll No, no. I I know that we picked differently. We went we went we both went 3 and 2 in the first week. Yeah, we both went 3 and 2 in the first week. See, it's the second week that I don't remember because I remember last week's pretty well. I just don't remember the second week's. The second week uh I picked Texas. Uh we'll we'll, over we'll figure Oklahoma we'll figure, State we'll and figure, you didn't. We'll figure this out off mic and we'll we'll have records next week. I don't know what you are doing off mic, but I am going to go pee pee. You're gonna go pee pee. You're gonna go control the pee pee. Pee pee. Yeah, I know. And I've, I've, yeah, I'm, I've been drinking too, so I, I need to piss as well. Pee pee. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think that's it. Uh, I promised Jr. that I was gonna do the full Ric Flair promo this week. Okay. I didn't study. <laughs> like, like, JR. no, I'm serious. Like, it's, it's like a, it's like a two minute long promo, and I want to do it, and I'm going to do it next week. Are you going to wear the wig? Why would I? Who gives a shit? No one's looking at me here. I am. You know what we could do? I'll get the wig if you post it to social media. That would be one of those things that'd be a fun little video to kind of have. Like, yeah. So here, you have my promise. Not just Jr. All of our listeners. So Jr. plus 
Nashville, six or seven. whoever <laughs> Nashville, whoever whoever you are. That's what I'm going to call you from now on. And by the way, I don't want our Finnish listeners to think that we've forgotten about you. Yeah, we still love you. They've forgotten about us. I'm sure they have, but, but I'm just letting you know wherever you are, baby, come back. Please come back because we you love you. You can blame it all on me. Yeah, I, I, you know what. You can blame it all on us because I'm sure it's us and we're still learning how to do this and it's just going to be great. Eventually, this is going to take shape. You know, the wheels are in motion. You know, it's it, it, it's like, signals, Jerry. It's signals. I've, my hands are too cold to snap. You can't overdie. You, you can't, can't overdry. Any questions? So we're, we're still learning this. I think that what we're going to eventually do for the stars and the, uh, the vulgar display of power play song I think that that's eventually going to be a personality that that I have whenever it comes to maybe it's going to be like a bold prediction or like the obnoxious fan that could come in and ask all these what so I don't know so we won't have the vulgar display of power play song every week um I I I know that we're going to include it this week just because I talked about it yes but uh, so we're still kind of learning here so please please come along with us on this drive and uh you you can talk about whenever we have thousands and millions of listeners, you can say that you were one of the few people that were there through the speed bumps of how we do things. So you put up with the pee-pee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> we got a, we got an outside woo today. So it's gonna be great. And maybe, maybe what we can do going forward is instead of just Ric Flair, we can just start like peppering in different uh, wrestling promos. That would be on me because I'm the only one that watches wrestling. If y'all want us to include wrestling, we'll talk about it. Please want to include wrestling because I have a lot of opinions on things. You called me last night. You called me last night, and I was high out of my mind. I went way too in depth on something that happened in AEW last week. Oh yeah, I just want to point out to the people, the people, the the, the people, uh, the people who who are uh, who could not see when Cameron decided to beg our listeners to want wrestling. I was whispering into your ears here. No, he turned to the computer with palms facing out (laughs) and said, please do it for me. Please. Okay, you're venturing too much into Bill Cosby mode here. Like, we don't need that right now. We don't need that right now. We don't don't need that. The world world isn't ready for it. No, I, I swear to Christ, like, don't. Just no, do no, no, it. No, just no, I, I swear to God. Just no. Just will, please. Not, so I can no, stop, stop doing it. this. It's just no. It's just no. Woo! Oh, baby. See you next week.